For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by Magic Spoon, Rocket Money, Delete Me, and Robin Hood. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. As always, I'm Brian Bates, here with Dusty Slay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron Weber. Thanks for the intro, Brian. Well, I, was, I was waiting on you to throw me in there. You're already laughing at me. No, I was laughing at just, I don't know what I was laughing at. I'm just happy to be here with the Brian's two of you. Brian's working on his pacing. Yeah. <laughs> it's good it's to all, see you guys, man. It's all about timing. Aaron Weber. Nate is not here. I talked to Nate this morning. Yeah. Nate is, uh, he's in couples counseling. Oh, no. <laughs> the two-hour podcast is really took it out on his family. He so. did say, you know, we need to cut back, you know, because our schedules are so tight. Right. And then the demand from from people. He didn't run it by Laura when we went back to two hours. Yeah. And had a huge oh, fight, man. so. Oh, we should have recorded that fight. <clears throat> yeah. Me a Patreon episode. Now, yeah. he, he is spending time with his family. He had shows in Florida this weekend. As did I. It was pouring down rain all weekend down there. And Whole state? <laughs> well, it wasn't the part I was in and the part he was in. Okay. And I don't even know. Did the Daytona 500 happen? I think so. Didn't it? Despite the fact that I'm wearing a homemade Dale Earnhardt hat, um, I <laughs> have not kept up with racing in some time. I think it's today, the day we're recording this. So did I move it to Monday? Because it's usually Sunday. Yeah, it's well. a Sunday race. Anyway, there was talk when I was down there this weekend that the Daytona 500 may even be canceled because wow. they had so much rain. Say all that to say... A lot of cloud seeding going on out here. Um, Nate stayed an extra day because he has his family down there and they're all going to Disney World. So okay. he's doing some family time and it rained them out. So now they're going today. All right. So good for him. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, my wife's at home with the kids again. <laughs> <laughs> She's not happy about it. I'm <laughs> <you> <laughs> well, you've been out of the house all day, I know. Yes. Yeah. We just got through <clears throat> doing a thing. We did another Nashville hot episode where, where me and Aaron uh, ate a lot of hot chicken. Now me and Brian have gone and ate a lot of hot chicken. Now, be honest. Who handled the hot chicken better, me or Brian? Well, if you had to guess, <laughs> what would you say? A professional eater <laughs> <laughs> or an amateur. 
I think I definitely ate more than Brian did. You hand, I think you've still handled it the best than all three of us. Now, the one we did today, I don't want to give it away, but the one we did today was a lot easier than the one that me and you did. Yeah, that's amazing to me. Yeah. And now maybe I'm just a little more immune. My tolerance is a little higher now. Uh-huh. But I ate, you know, I would not have ordered the hottest hot as a meal, but I ate it just fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm excited to see that. My I, stomach hurts right now. Uh-huh. But yours was so funny that I was like, dang, I'm just over here struggling and not seeing anything funny at all. You guys were great in that first episode. So. Oh, well, thanks, man. That was an editing trick on their part. I don't I don't remember walking. I remember walking away going like that was I, the experience was great, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't walk away going, "Man, I was funny the whole time." But they yeah. did a good job editing it. We started at mild, and then medium, and then hot, and then there's two other levels. I think Brian was tapping out at medium. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> but to, to his credit, though, he went the whole way. Okay, you finished it out. Yeah, I, I you're did. like, I'm here. I'm going to do it right. Okay, I, I the, not the second part. The first, I did it. I didn't do it right, but. <laughs> I struggled. Yeah. I have, I have. I mean, I was a mess there at the end. Well, the uh, when when our episode came out, Dusty, uh, the with Party Foul, they yeah. went bankrupt that week. Mm. So I hope wherever you film this next one is not uh, that won't happen to them. In a way, I think it would be really fun if it did. Just so <laughs> nobody else would want us to do it there. <laughs> They would go, nah, this, this shows it. Like, it's like, it's not even our fault because you're already going bankrupt before it airs. Right, right. But we're like, a, we're like the, what is it? The Madden curse? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We're the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Hot chicken just ends in Nashville. As if a you whole. own a restaurant and you're trying to get out, yeah, <laughs> let us come in and seal the deal for you. Yes. I'm hurting right now. My stomach hurts, but I feel pretty good. Okay. You both sound good. You look Thank good. Thank you. It's going to be a good episode. Yeah. I, you know, at times I couldn't tell if Brian was faking how much it was affecting him because it was it was a little over the top at times where I thought, I thought, well, you're you're really. Were you tearing up? Oh, I remember one time I said, <laughs> I, I just need to spit. <laughs> Do you think I would just be saying that in my normal conversation? I mean, I, I, that's how bad I was. I was like, I just got to spit to get this heat out of my mouth. And then he, he was like, well, just spitting your Dr. Pepper there. The poltergeist would have been, that was the big one at uh, Party Foul. Party Foul. That would have been, that was too much for me. That was like an insane amount of heat. Yeah. And I wonder if they were showing off a bit because they knew it was on camera. Like if I go to a Thai restaurant and they go, this is our hot, because I like a little spice. They go, our hotness is one to 10. I'll go maybe a seven or eight. Because I like a little spice, but I feel like if you say 10, they're going to be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to look out the window and see Uh-oh. who it is. Look at this white boy coming yeah. in. Oh, you think you can handle the 10, huh? Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. How about we turn it up to a 15? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you get when you normally eat hot chicken? Medium's as high as I'll go. Yeah. And that'll change my day. Yeah. Because it's hot. Like, we laughed at you for tapping out, or not tapping out, but struggling at medium. But medium's legit hot, dude. Even mild. They, you said you noticed even with mild. Well, yeah, we came in there. We didn't start with a regular. We started with the mild. And right away, I'm like, oh, I can feel this. Oh, yeah, dude. But yeah. it's like. It's in there. It's like, they, you know, this place we went, they're a little, a little longer in the game. 
And mm-hmm. I feel like they have a more balanced approach. A little more established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas where, where Party Foul was like, good, 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 good. Every pepper <laughs> in the garden. All of a sudden. The kitchen sink. Yeah, out you're of nowhere. pulling out peppers that nobody's ever heard of. A reaper pepper. It's like, come Carolina on. Carolina reaper. Yeah. It's like, nobody's even heard of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think you guys were doing too well. And then they're like, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just threw it all in there at the end. Well, dude, that's going to that's gonna be great, man. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> where were you this weekend? Oh, I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Bricktown. All right. Uh, and it was great. I've not yeah. been to Tulsa in a long time. Last time I was there, I was at, well, the last club I did was a Looney Bin there in Tulsa. And I always liked the Looney Bins, but uh, I never headlined the mm-hmm. Looney Bin in Tulsa. And uh, it's my first headlining weekend in Tulsa and it was hot wow hot shows yeah yeah I mean my feature Will O'Donnell was crushing I was like I told him I was like this is the best shows I've ever seen you have oh really but they the audience was just hot they were there for it they were into it we had Adam Bush hosting he's very good so Mm -hmm. it was just front to back a good show everybody was just um are you noticing an energy difference since the Netflix special? Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's awesome, dude. For sure, in a way that I'm like, uh, I hope this is as good as what they're expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I'm like, oh, half this audience doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it is a bit different. And it's like, you know, people are real, like, I, I did radio, and it's like, now that I have a Netflix, people have always been nice to me, but now that I have a Netflix, people are like so nice to me, they're like criticizing their own cities. They're like, what are you doing in Tulsa? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I they know. booked me. I yeah. like Tulsa. It's also a major American city. Yeah. You know, Tulsa is great. It was very cold. So I didn't do anything, mm-hmm. which I regret in a way, but two great comedy clubs there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a fun. Now you were just there at the Looney Bin. Yeah. Right? I was at the Looney Bin last month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Good. great too. And I, they're like within a mile of each other. Yeah. They're very close. I was there. originally supposed to be at the Looney Bin this past weekend. Really? And they're like, well, I don't know if Aaron and Dusty and at the same time is right. going to be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> they framed it as it's not going to be good for either of them, but yeah. it would have been bad for me. So I'm glad that they switched that. Yeah. It would have been bad for both of us. Well, I mean, there's that's some, nice of you to say. There's some Aaron fans out there that are like, um, that. you know, people that go um, dump Dusty. They would have been. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. The Dump Dusty crew would have been <laughs> the moon landing crew would yeah. be there. Yeah. A bunch of NASA yeah. scientists Every, at yeah, my really, show. Yeah, exactly. They're all wearing their NASA shirts. <laughs> Pocket protectors, just <laughs> yeah. nerds. Yeah. Reddit in the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was um <clears throat> I was in Palatka, Florida. Mm-hmm. What is it? Palatka? Uh, it sounds a lot like a little bit like Opelika. Oh, Pulaski is what I thought of. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at Church of the Heights, and it was great. A lot of folks came out. Everyone was super nice. They gave us all um, custom-made Nateland shirts. Really? And I left them and my paycheck in the <laughs> rental car. <laughs> oh, no. Last night, I'm like, I can get those shirts to take to the guys. And I'm like, where are those shirts at? I started digging through my luggage and all that. And then I'm like, wait a second. My check was in there too. And I retraced my steps, left it in the rental car when I dropped it off. Did you have to call the rental car company? How'd you sort that out? Yep. I 
called at first I called my hotel because I thought I left it there. And then when they didn't have it, I remember what I did. So then I called the rental car company and filed a claim on Lost and Found. Oh my god. They found it. Uh this morning they emailed said they found it. Okay. And I've already done a thing to have it shipped back to me. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of red tape. You think you just call a guy and he'll run over there and get it for you. But <laughs> yeah, you gotta file a claim and fill out paperwork. Yeah. And- yeah. So anyway. It'll be here in five to seven days. There you go. I love that. So. I left my laptop in my hotel in Milwaukee two weeks ago. Mm. They emailed it to me. I mean, not emailed. <laughs> they uh, mailed it to me. That'd be pretty impressive. Physically yeah. mailed it. I couldn't get the email because my I didn't have my laptop. But I- <laughs> it's a catch twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go there to check your email to yeah, get it. Yeah. It's a big attachment. <laughs> your laptop. Oh. Send that through Dropbox. Yeah, I was going to tell you all. So you, you mentioned radio just now. I did. I was in Dayton last weekend, and I did a, a radio interview to promote the show. And you guys know when you call in a radio station, typically they go, all right, we're going we're going live in three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Or they go, we're going to start recording now, right? Mm-hmm. I call into this radio station. It's the, lo- the local country station, and they were so nice. But I did not know that as soon as the call started, we were going oh. on this interview. So the entire interview, I thought we were making small talk before <laughs> the interview started. I gave the worst 15 minutes of radio anybody's <laughs> ever heard. Uh, she goes, I answered the phone. She goes, so you're going to be in Dayton this weekend. I go, yeah, I just had the, yeah, we just had a family funeral that I just came back from. And I was like, oh yeah, it's been like tough. Like logistically it's been real tough, but, uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited to be in Dayton for sure. And she goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I go, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I think I got some kind of science infection or something. <laughs> I was like, after this call, I'm going to go to urgent care and hopefully they'll just give me a steroid shot. And she's kind of like, she's trying to be an interviewer, right? And she goes, so like, what what can we expect from the shows this weekend? And I go, hopefully it's better than last year. Because I was like, <laughs> like last year, I'm just talking candidly to her. I go, last year the shows were fun, but like it was supposed to be three shows and then they had to make it two. So I don't know if it stays at three shows, I'll be pretty pumped. And then she goes, and that was comedian Aaron Weber. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude. And then the call, and then it, the call ends, like it hangs up. And I was like, if anybody heard that, oh no, they were like, what type of comedy does this guy do? He just complains about his life. For it was awful, dude. I mean, some truckers out there listening and being like, wow, that guy stinks. Dude. You got to put that on them, though. I mean, it's like, come on, let me know I'm live. Well, I think I think it was a miscommunication on my. I mean, I should have. That's a lesson in that. It's like don't don't save anything. Like kind of come out of the gates and just think the mic is hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that was just awful radio. I was surprised anybody showed up at that show. Well, you know that like when you're doing those and you you work with this guy Alan Rommelfinger too and when they they he will line up hours of radio I in a, a row. whole day of radio. Yeah. I did I've done 4 hours where I call a new radio station every 15 minutes. And it's like yeah, you get tired. And so yes. it's like when when they answer the phone and want a small talk with you before you do the interview, it's kind of like, all right, you know, I've been talking all day. Uh-huh. Like, let's just do the interview. 
And so, yeah, so the small talk of that uh-huh. is the worst radio. Like if I'm first two or three calls, my small talk is great. Uh-huh. I'm funny in the small talk. By call, you know, 25, I'm like you. I'm like, yeah, I just had a funeral. <laughs> well, this was a one-off. Soul. This is 7.30 in the morning. I wake up and I get a cup of coffee and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, let's do this, dude. <laughs> just gave the worst interview. That I had, so I had one guy. I love that. All right, that's comedian. <laughs> <laughs> that was comedian Aaron Weber, everybody. Come see him. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> did, you, did Alan set that up? Yeah, that was with Alan. I, yeah, we that, haven't talked about it. Okay, yet. see me, I would text Alan right away, go, hey, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I had no idea I was live. I would have texted him immediately. I had, I was going to tell y'all, do y'all, I, I've been getting on the road, I've been getting Airbnbs whenever I can. If I, if I have a friend with me, do y'all ever do that? Or you just like doing a hotel? You prefer a hotel? hotel? I prefer a hotel. Well, with the theater gigs that I've been doing, like they don't even... No. Here we go. Here we go. Nate 2.0 over here. Well, they don't include a hotel, right? When the club books you, they book you a hotel. Or they have a condo or something. Yeah. So if I'm taking a comic to the theater, it's like I'm booking my hotel and their hotel. So if I can do an Airbnb. Yeah, it's nice. I'm Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. I like it because usually you save money if you're factoring in buying uh, another comics hotel room. Mm -hmm. And I like having just a living room where you can watch TV together and just hang out and just have like a fun weekend. Right. So I've been trying to get Airbnbs everywhere I can. I was in Toledo this weekend. Shout out to the Toledo Funny Bone. Sold out two shows there. Let me see. That's pretty great. You are correct. Oh, you got my baseball card right there. Yeah. How about that? If you want to know his, up. T- his stats, put it back here. Tops is trying to shut me down on that. Button. Really? Are yeah, they? yeah. Well, a uh, friend of mine who's in the who's in the card uh, industry reposted it, and they were asked to take it down by Tops. Tops should be happy you're pushing their brand. I know. Well, it's not an officially licensed Tops product, but I wanted it to look like a real baseball card. That's anyway, mid condition Aaron Weber there autographed. It is. Yeah, rookie card, dude. Oh, autographed. Wow. That's the real deal. So anyway, I got a, a house in Toledo this weekend, Airbnb, and I show up and it's a duplex. You know, it's like two. And I, I, I walk in, I put the code in, and immediately I'm like, oh, this place kind of this place kind of stinks. It's not awful, but you're like, there was like a construction ladder just in the living room. The refrigerator doesn't work. Somebody put ice in the freezer and it had melted. And mm. then like little things you can nitpick, like there's a Keurig machine, but no coffee stuff. So I'm just, I write it off in my head as like, well, it's just kind of a, you know, a dud of an Airbnb, but it was fine. Right? Yeah. So anyway, I'm on the plane yesterday flying out of Toledo and the guy who runs the Airbnb oh, <laughs> sends man. me a message and is like, Hey, you stayed at the wrong side of the duplex. Oh, so this was like, he's trying to set this other side of it up to become an Airbnb one day. I stayed at like an under construction house all weekend. And I want to be like, well, maybe don't make the code the same for both sides of the house. Right. You've been blowing it out here. I know. You've been blowing it. It's just the comedy of errors out here, man. I was like, well, that does explain the construction ladder just sitting in the living room. Yeah. I didn't even think to ask that that guy. That guy's like, I could have rented that other side out if (laughs) I'd have known you to just stay. (laughs) (laughs) To his credit, he felt bad. He was like, I'm sorry. I know it was as nice as the others i can't imagine how nice the other side was they probably had ping pong table and you know 
Coffee? But, but no money, no refund. Apparently. Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> that was the end of the conversation. He's like, these Southerners, man, they'll stay in anything. We can edit this out. You got a little food right there on your Oh, my shirt. gosh. No, please leave that in. All right. What is that? I don't know. You've not even had anything to eat since I've been here. I haven't had anything to eat today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, keep it there. <laughs> Whoa. That is frightening. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah, leave that in. All right. Wow. I can't believe that though. I mean, I can I can believe <laughs> the radio thing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I feel like I would have Airbnb. I would have messaged that guy and been like, there's a lot of stuff going on in here. I did message him and go, just a heads up, because I didn't want to get blamed for it. Yeah. I go, the fridge is not working. He's like, Well, I can come take a look at it now. Uh, but if you're not using it, I'll just take a look after you leave. And I go, We're not really using it. It was cold enough, we just put stuff outside in the snow you know wow. living you know living like that that's how wow. I'm who did you take with you zach townsend my did you tell him. zach i did tell him yeah. he's like i can't believe he's like that makes so much sense now that now that wow. you said that but uh anyway fun weekend in toledo then i uh was in oklahoma city at Br the other brick town mm -hmm. just up the street from dusty one show last night a lot of uh not nate land people out there man it was awesome it was awesome yeah. so thanks everyone for oklahoma's coming. crushing it it's a hot oklahoma's great dude Dude, it's like um, it's uh, all the things that people like about Texas, but it's like it's navigable and it's, you know, it's, people are so nice there. I really yeah. like Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I'm not even joking. I'll say this on your rated red episode. Mm -hmm. The big thing was you rubbed your eyes by mistake. Right. I did not wash my hands after we, we just got here and I, I just still not wash my hands. I just rubbed my eyes and now I'm feeling it there too. I'm not just doing it because Aaron did it. I'm like, what is going on? We're all a little embarrassing today. I got food from who knows what yeah. on my shirt. If you need to take a break, we can. No, I think I'm okay. You I just push can't, through? I can't see anything. So, Are you serious? No, I'm okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm worried about you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> you should be. You should be. Um, well, those were hot weekends. Yeah, yeah, dude. We're out here, man. Come see one of us. And Brian may get paid soon for his <laughs> if that money comes in from the good thing they can pay in cash. I know. I never see it again. I mean, I could have just voided the check, but you know, they made these shirts for us. That's right. They were very kind. I didn't want right. to say sorry. Yeah. Because I told him I'd wear it on the podcast, which I will. And so Greg Warren, I don't know if he ever told that story on this podcast, but he told me a story about working with Ron White at like a Looney Bin type place where you all stayed in one condo together. Right. And at the end of the weekend, the room was so trashed because Ron was the headliner and it was mm -hmm. so trashed. And like, I don't know if Greg saying he was just trying to clean up a little bit because he wanted to get invited back. And he found Ron's check for the weekend just <laughs> crumpled up <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> Uh, it happens. Wild you know? times. <clears throat> Y'all want to get in these comments? Let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. Who wants to read them? I think you should, Brian. Let's I like. <laughs> I like you. You could do them, or things. we could take turns too, like we've done. Well, let's not overcomplicate things. You want me to do them? The guy I, who can't see. Okay. I'm just. I was just kidding. We can do whatever. Well, hey, you know, Aaron is uh, really on it these days, and uh, oh. you know, he's really uh, nailing the radio. He's been staying at the right places. <laughs> Yeah. Making the right call. So. Cleaning my shirt. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Aaron, I guess you can read them. Kevin Green. 
Uh, by the way, these comments come from Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcast Reviews, and Brian's home address, no. which we will post <laughs> in the description of this episode. You got to show up, though. Or if you see, yeah, if you see Brian out with his family trying to enjoy a <laughs> meal, please approach and give him your questions. Or you can email us at nateland at natebargotzi.com. Gotzi, but let's, it's Gotzi. You can bring the comment to me at a show along with a gift. <laughs> And I'll make sure it gets to Brian. Aaron's been killing these uh, these clips lately we've been posting on social oh, media. Yeah, if you noticed yeah. uh, differences, because Aaron's been doing them. And he sent me one this past week <clears throat> on Valentine's Day. And I was out to lunch with my wife. I know you don't honor Valentine's, but, but I was out to lunch with my <laughs> wife for Valentine's. Uh-huh. And you sent me the clip to look at. And so I just watched it. I didn't listen to it. Okay. And I just watched it. And I'm like, it's funny, but I don't know. And then I didn't realize there's mm-hmm. sound to it. Okay. It makes all the difference yeah, in the world. Yeah, so I made this clip of Nate kind of uh, just basically writing a love letter to stand-up oh, comedy. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I made that in the morning. I was pretty proud of how it came out. Yeah. You know, I was just, let me run it by Brian real quick. Before. Yeah. <laughs> Brian just texts back. I mean, it's uh, it's not, it's interesting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's and what I, was I said. Jeez, like, dude. I was like, that's exactly what I was what like, I said. man, Brian, I spent a little time on that, dude. But then if you I watch know. it with the audio, there's, you know, there's a little something. Yeah, he it. put symphony music to it. Oh, and yeah. then when you finally say the punchline, I think you're trying to say symphony. It like it, it makes it Cuts funny. Out. And yeah, all right. But I wasn't getting the full context. Yeah, we're so. doing fun stuff. Follow us on social media. I you didn't know. watch that clip, but now I will go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you were tagged in it. Because <laughs> appreciate you taking it. Well, interest. I just was like, you know, I'm on the podcast. So when I see the clip, I'm like, well, I saw this. Yeah. I saw this live. Now that you know you're the punchline of it, will you check it out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to know if I'm involved. Yeah. No, you, oh, you're involved. I mean, but if it's yeah. just a clip of Nate talking, you're like, I'm yeah, not Nate watching just it. Just real passionate about comedy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like comedy. All right. You know? <laughs> first comment comes from kevin green dusty is supposed to be the conspiracy theorist but i have bad news for aaron cow tipping is not a real thing your friend was lying to you even if you could sneak up on a cow which you almost definitely couldn't it would take at least three or four people to push one over well i'm pretty strong Mm -hmm. i don't know about kevin but i feel like i could no i saw this uh I saw this comment earlier. I did text my friend who mm. told me that uh, he he had gone cow tipping, and I found out that cow tipping was a euphemism uh, for something he was doing, which I don't, you know, we shouldn't talk about on the podcast. Oh, I think I'm picking up what you're putting yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say I, he would I'm go not. out to a pasture and just kind of have fun out there, and then, you know, that's In what he pasture? was doing. pasture? Oh, maybe I'm not sure. I have no now idea. I'm, but now I'm lost. Well, he would uh, partake in illegal activities. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that was what he would call cow tipping. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was a bit of a bummer because I I thought people really did this. All this time, you thought your friend was just a good old wholesome. Just uh, abusing animals. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you find out he's doing drugs. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Oh. So it's a bit of a bummer. But thank you, Kevin. I, I did not know that, but that blew my mind because cow tipping is referenced all the time. I, right? didn't, I didn't think it was real, but then when you said your friend did, I was like, well, maybe it is well, real. Well, what did you think it was? like? Uh, I thought it was just something that people joke about, like in the in the um, Chris Farley movie where he takes Rob Lowe. Tommy to, Boy. Tommy Boy. But, no one oh. ever, but you never actually see it happen. I've never seen a video I, of a cow being. I thought it was a trick to just get people to try to do it uh-huh. just as a prank. 
Oh, wow. But you said it, and you're right. I just heard you say it, and I just went along with Talking it. Talking about like like Happy Gilmore, meet me on the ninth green at yeah. 9 p.m., that yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a real mean thing to do. Yeah. That gets trampled by a gal yeah. up there. <laughs> Braves fan 27. I like that. Anytime someone says something I don't agree with now, I find myself doing the dusty shoulder shrug while saying, well. well <laughs> I don't even head. know the shoulder shrug. I guess I'm doing that involuntarily. Well. but that's good way to go because uh, listen the more you start to realize what's going on out here the more you'll disagree with because nothing is the truth there's no truth out here everything's a lie everything that you see all the time is a lie nobody knows what they're talking about and i mean nobody knows we all are just reading things well, and we're like, well, this well, is true according to the person that wrote it. Right. And we don't know mm-hmm. history, science. We don't know. Well, yeah. they're, they're now even saying that the whole six foot uh, thing that we were supposed to be doing was not based in science. The whole stay six feet away from each other. They're now admitting that there was no science in that. And it's like, that was the whole thing. And their defense was just. Well, well, yeah, stay away from each other. Yeah, yeah Don't right. get close. Don't spend time with each other. But I, Brace Fan 27, it is cathartic in a way. You know, it acknowledges uh, your disagreement without starting an argument. And it's let's just move on and agree to disagree. Because there's no point in arguing. There really is no point. Never. There's no point of dialogue between people that disagree. Well, That's the takeaway from this. You can't have dialogue. Don't talk anymore. to people. <laughs> If, if you're friends, sometimes you can have dialogue, but sure. I've had lots of friends lose it on me uh-huh. over stuff, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I've been that guy. Well, yeah. I don't know if you guys have lost it on no, me. No, I've never lost it. Well, you're always like, the Bible's fake. You can't no. trust it. I'm well, like, the Bible's <laughs> the, the only truth. <laughs> it's the only truth. Okay. And only some of those versions. <laughs> Death and taxes. Amanda yeah. Fraunfelter. Great name. Fraunfelter. That is a good name. We have noticed ever since he joined the podcast that Dusty adds an unnecessary T to about 30% of his words. He repeats every word out loud that we hear with an extra T. It's a funny little game to play every time we listen. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Well, I have no idea. I don't know that I'm doing that. but uh, Idea? I have no idea. I don't think that's crazy. Did you hear that? That is crazy. Oh, please. Dusty T. Pleased. Um, that's <laughs> wild, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if I can listen to you anymore, yeah, man. I mean, but, um, someone you said you, you say it <laughs> after the word G-O-O-D. Good? Well, now you're thinking about it too <laughs> yeah. much. Well, I good. said good time. Oh, that's maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, we're you having start a good time. Just instinctually, you start, to, <laughs> you start to say time after the yeah, word we're good. Having a good time. I don't know. Well, well, I don't know. I remember. Remember when we said Amanda Fraunfelter uh, had a good name? Mm-hmm. I take it back. <laughs> I didn't back. even say it, but I take it back. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the comment. Uh-huh. MC Prime, <laughs> MC Prime, maybe a rapper. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, uh-huh. or, or uh, a host. I can or a number a steak or an MC squared, maybe just mm-hmm. a square. Mm-hmm. Maybe some type of cut of meat. No, I was thinking about prime. MC? A prime number. Prime. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about prime. Yeah. Okay. MC prime rib. Could be Deion Sanders. I cannot understand <laughs> people's, that is to say, Aaron's obsession with the Shawshank Redemption. It's a decent movie, and I'm not going to hate on people who love it. I'm just saying Nate doesn't need to feel like he's missing out on anything. 
wow. I'm going to disagree. Yeah. Obsession might be a strong word. I do like the movie. I don't have a statue of Stephen King in my house. You have a poster of... I don't write letters to Frank Darabont thanking him for writing the movie. I don't do anything like that. You have a poster of Raquel Welch? I do have a Shawshank poster at my house, but I don't have a statue or a shrine. The fact that you know the guy that wrote it. Well, Stephen King gave him the rights for $1, which I always thought was a cool story. I didn't know that, but I knew Stephen King wrote it. No, mm-hmm. I mean, whoever the other guy you named Frank Darabont. Whatever that guy oh, did. Yeah, he's kind of a big director. Is he? What, did The others? Green Mile, too. Okay. Which is also a Stephen King adaptation. Okay. Green Mile's great. Yeah, he's also an entourage as himself. So, big Frank Darabont fan. But I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm obsessed. I have read the screenplay like, a bunch, and I have visited where it was filmed. But. I feel like anybody that knows any director other than the Coen brothers is obsessed with movies. What you, Steven Spielberg? Steven Spielberg, Scorsese, Tarantino. These are names in the zeitgeist. That's what I'm saying. That's no, no. Crazy. But you're right, though. Those names are the big names. Clint but, Eastwood. But when people are okay. <laughs> yeah, these are, these are popular people. But I'm but. saying when you get into the names that aren't popular, <laughs> okay. Frank Darabom or whatever, like <laughs> when, when you start getting into those people, Darabom. It's, like, it's like you know, you know too much. It's, it's also, I, it's not like this is some obscure movie that it's odd that I like. It's literally the number one rated movie on IMDb. So it's like, this is a well-liked movie. It's a great movie. I watched it last night. Yeah, did, did you really? Yeah. It was on this TBS? A- AMC. Yeah. And sometimes if I'm on my computer working or something, yeah. I just want some background. Sure. That I don't even have to watch that close and just enjoy it. Sometimes I just miss my friend. <laughs> yeah. Some what if birds had, aren't meant to be caged. What if, say, they had picked, say Morgan Freeman wasn't in the movie? I know I know who was originally cast on this Who movie. was? It was supposed to be. The original offer was uh, Tom Cruise to play the part of Andy Dufresne and Harrison Ford to play Morgan Freeman's part. And mm. thank God that didn't happen. I think that would have been a fine movie, but. Morgan Freeman see. is is what makes that movie well, great. Well, Morgan Freeman's really great. No he doubt is. about it. But he I is. could see I could not see Tom Cruise being Andy Dufresne, but I could see Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's great. He could have pulled it off. Tom Cruise is great too, but he is uh, great. I don't see him as Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Yeah. What about a uh, Lawrence Fishburne? He could have been a good Oh, he could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Morpheus type character. I sure. mean, I think I've done this before, but I've cast us all as the characters. No, I don't. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. I'm Brooks. I think that's kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. the outside worlds. Just- if you haven't seen Shawshank, uh, Brooks is 130 years old in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and he's institutionalized. Brooks and, was here, and he runs the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Brooks was here. He had a little mouse. He had a little yeah. It no, was a bird. Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never Jake. mouse. Who had a mouse? Mouse was escaped from Alcatraz. I think there's a character oh, that yeah. maybe had him. No, you're thinking of the Green Mile. Yeah. Where they got, the guy had a mouse. Stephen yeah. King likes to repeat. That's another yeah. Frank Darabum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I cast everyone. I mean, you're Andy. I love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were the hardest one. I, I kind of said Morgan Freeman. Okay. I like that. You the know, guy who knows how to get things. Yeah. Wise guy. Street, street smart. Yeah. Probably did do the crime. Deserves mm-hmm. to be in there. The one guy who admits that he yeah. did the crime. Yeah. Who's Nate? Well, Nate's, there's two. There's there's Tommy. He's the warden, I think. And he's the warden. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, when the warden's like, you say obtuse, and he's like, what'd you say? Solitary a month. I'm like, that's Nate. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But then when Tommy's learning English and how to spell, that's also 
a little bit. So you're just calling him mean and dumb. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> that's what a that combination of to. the warden and Tommy. The warden's great. You know, he all, isn't the warden also in uh, Ace Ventura two? He's in a lot of stuff. I don't yeah, know it's one that. of those guys that's just uh, Bob Gunton is his name. I think he's, wow. in, he's in a lot of stuff. You're obsessed with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll move on. <laughs> well, I'm with just say Prime. Judgment cometh and that right soon. I'll say now that. Now that I know you watched it last night and you've cast us all in it, I would say you're both a bit obsessed with it. Yeah. Or maybe Ryan just, you know, prepares for this podcast in a way that you and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else going on, guys. Next comment comes from Terry. Back it up, Terry. <laughs> beta box, beta box baits. What is a beta box? Is that some ancient technology you had growing up? You yeah, had beta. Yeah, but was it a beta box? Was that what it was called? I don't know. It is notice that. Okay, is this another inappropriate joke? Somebody slipped through the cracks here. Beta box baits should do movie reviews for older movies that people may not have watched but are great. You guys heard of the Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm all for that. Yeah, let's do it. I was trying to think of what a good one was that I, you know, I mentioned here on here a few weeks ago, Quiz Show. That movie yeah. came out about the same time as Shawshank. I think. Never seen it. It's a, it down, I think it's a very good movie for anyone who's on a fake game show. Not that Dusty would ever you do that. Watch that. Maybe so. Yeah, I love that, an that old bother movie. Me if you do watch that, because I feel like I recommend stuff to you. Would you, you recommend? You know, I can't even think of something now, but. The how eager you were to accept that recommendation mm-hmm. well, I, made I me realize people don't take my recommendation. <laughs> well, I seriously think I do take your recommendation. Okay, all right. Have maybe, you ever watched? Maybe anything I'm projecting a little bit. Yeah, I don't you know what I, you've recommended. I'm sorry about that. That's less about you and yeah. more about me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what you've recommended that I didn't watch, but I love an old movie. <laughs> okay, okay. Seventies era movies are the best. You seen Whiplash? No. You should watch Whiplash. Right, I'm gonna write that down. Nate would like Whiplash. I think. Nate would love Whiplash if he gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. It's about a, a young man trying to become great. It's about greatness and the pursuit of greatness. I'm I'm in I'm all, I'll watch that before I watch Quiz Show. I'll That's what I'm that. talking about. Just go ahead and cross I, Quiz Show I, off the I'm list. Right there. Me a little bit. I'm watch gonna... Whiplash twice. <laughs> go ahead. And then <laughs> have you seen Flash of Genius? <laughs> no. I think it's Greg Kinnear. It's about a guy who invented the intermittent windshield wipers. And then the government stole his idea. Uh, oh. oh, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's number one. That's, that's what fair. Happens. That's right up Dusty's alley. That is for what sure. happens out here. Colin McKinley, Mount McKinley. Yep. It's which is names. now Denali. Yeah. Tallest uh, mountain in the United States. I think of the Western Hemisphere. Okay. Always Why did they one, change it? One up me. Because it was a, it was on native land, and the president came in. It was just like, well, we're going to name that after me. So it was oh. called Mount McKinley, and then McKinley died, and then I don't even know who McKinley was. Is he a U.S. president? I think sounds so. like it. Yeah, he's not one of the important ones. It feels like so he died, and then they everyone forgot about him. And they're like, let's go ahead and rename it. We didn't like that guy to begin with. So now it's Mount uh, Denali. Well, that's fine. I mean, why did McKinley deserve to have it named after him anyway? He didn't. You know? He didn't. I think maybe he, he was president when Alaska became a state. Did he complete the Alaska Purchase? Maybe I that might have been why. Who knows? We'll never know. We never know. We'll never look it up. <laughs> he, Colin McKinley says, <laughs> "I'm a fifth generation farmer." Love that. So I was curious about what y'all would talk about. Oh, I'm sorry, Colin. There wasn't very much <laughs> good. his in- first time listening yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> he found us by YouTubing the word farming. And was like, oh, this one. 
there wasn't very much good information on agriculture, but it was so <laughs> funny to watch Aaron struggle to understand what a hay bale was. Well, I think you know yeah. what a hay bale is. Maybe its purpose was what you... I struggled. knew it was hay. <laughs> but I, I, I think there are a lot of people like me that you see hay all the time. And I think if you ask them, if you corner them in yeah. a room, put a gun to their head and go, tell me what hay does. I don't think they'd be able to tell you. You know, my dad raises hay every year, if that's what you could call it. Yeah. But he every year, he, he, he has these fields. Harvest? Yeah, he grows hay. He grows this tall grass. And then he comes through and he cuts the hay. And then it has to dry. Okay. And then you have to go in with the tractor. Does it dry by just leaving it out on the yes. field? Okay. As long as it doesn't rain. Well, if it rains, it can really anything. mess it up. Okay. And then, well, So I you guess, don't want rain. So they're the only farmers that don't want you rain. You want rain before you cut it so that it will grow. But after you cut it, it needs to lay on the field and dry. And if it rains on it, it can cause it to mildew. Mm -hmm. Can you cover it up? <laughs> no, it would, it would be, be a big tarp. Yeah, it's huge fields. Oh, okay. So then you go and maybe, you, maybe block the sun. <laughs> yeah, you, well, they're working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the so then you know you have a tractor to cut, and then you go back to rake it. And you need the tractor, and then you need a tractor to bale it. So my dad would have me rake the hay. Okay. And then my dad uh, would yell at me from the other tractor if something went wrong that I didn't realize it was going wrong. <laughs> But I couldn't hear what my dad was yelling. I could just see him yelling. And I was like, oh, geez, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Turn that tractor off so I can hear what you're saying. But then he's got to drive all the way across the field to finish yelling at me. So I just know it's coming for a long time. And I'm like, geez, I don't even want to be out here. And now you're yelling at me because I'm not doing it right. No walkie-talkies or anything like that? No. Yeah. I mean, they existed, but we didn't have it. Did you think hay bales were used for like fall festivals and... <laughs> well, like they, are. Yeah, they are. Know, but seating for a barn wedding, you know, something <laughs> exactly. like that. Uh, I'm getting behind. Do the haunted hay rides? Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Why yeah, is everything gonna be haunted, Dusty? Just well, that's the only time they were offering hay rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Halloween season. Yeah, they were never given just a good old regular hay ride. Just a regular hay ride sounds so boring, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just like a, you know, just a non-scary hay ride. I think all hay rides are pretty scary, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're out there on some windy road, dark. Got a lot of allergies. About to fall off away. <laughs> it's allergy season. <laughs> that is scary. Unless you take magic spoon. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the worst what, segue ever. I've been was... trying to cut back on uh, sugar, and magic spoon makes that easier than ever. <laughs> they offer variety packs. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein, four to five grams of net carbs, only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. Personally, I like the peanut butter. I'm a big fan of the way peanut butter tastes. Go to magicspoon.com slash Nate and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Nate at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. And that's a good deal. Remember, start the new year off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash Nate and use the code Nate 
to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, <laughs> for sponsoring this episode. Uh, thank you, Dustin. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. That was <laughs> thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. more? Well, you know what? Magic Spoon did send me a bowl and a spoon. That <laughs> That's I, my favorite bowl. And I really like it's it. It's my favorite bowl. Yeah. They didn't send you any cereal? Uh, well, no, they didn't, but uh, I got my own Magic Spoon cereal to eat in my bowl. Well, they have oh. a bowl that's a it's and I like, like collapsible silicone yeah. material where you can kind of reshape it if you, you can need to. Bend it to drink the milk at the <laughs> that's end. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I like the flavor peanut butter. That's right. And I don't like the sound a spoon makes hitting the side of a bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't mind it when it's my spoon exactly. hitting the bowl, but if it's somebody else's, yeah, yeah. I want to tip over the table. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand your own hear, house. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand to hear people chew either. I hate when people chew. My sister, it was a running joke in our family. My sister could not handle people chewing, dude. You could be having a peanut butter sandwich and she would be, you know, in another room of the house and just yell, stop chewing. So that was Ooh. crazy. And she did some research and tried to convince us that she had a legit medical condition mm -hmm. where the brain doesn't, it processes sounds of people eating as music or something. <laughs> she tried to <laughs> turn on that music. She did like a presentation to the family. It was like, I'm not crazy. Uh, and uh, none of us believed her. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. like, this presentation <laughs> is not a presentation that's saying you're not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and she might still. I don't know, still process sounds that way or something, but she stopped talking about it after a while. I have a problem with like chips or crackers or pork rinds when people are eating them around me. Uh -huh. I, it, it, people eat pork rinds around you a lot? <laughs> well, one time I use that as an example because one time me and my mom was in the car together and she was eating pork rinds and it's my mom and everything's fine. We're just happy having a great day. And inside, I am so mad. Mm -hmm. I'm so irritated. Did you roll the windows down? I don't know. I just was like, I just wanted to be like, hey, stop eating the pork rinds. Yeah. What are you doing? Throw the pork rinds out the But she's window. your mom. You're not going to do that. Right. You're just going to suffer in silence. But, right. But back Bottle then. Bottle up, take it out on your family. Right. Back, <laughs> tell, it, tell it on a podcast. Back then I ate pork. Uh, now I would not even, I wouldn't accept it. No, you wouldn't let it in the car. No, I don't care what people do. Put whatever toxins you want in your body. <laughs> Gabrielle DeJesus. De Jesus. Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's probably shocking to you guys, but Florida is one of the largest cattle states in the U.S. What? That is sh <laughs> shocked. <laughs> that is shocking. Hold on. Let's take a break and just process <laughs> that. <for a> <laughs> just, sorry, Gabriel. Gabriel. G. One of. We, one of the largest, one of the top 50. We have some weird slaughter laws, so we are now cow calf producers and most cows that are born in florida are slaughtered in the midwest trust me we have a lot of cows here i believe you <laughs> i believe you for sure i think last week we said florida doesn't seem like a place but oh did we oh i'm yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i'm saying it is shocking to know but yeah. one of to me is it's like one of uh, amongst you know like how high is it ranking Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Florida's a big state. If it were number one, you would have said number one. Yeah. You know. And Florida, but it's like Florida has all this coastline that is just way different than what's going on in the middle of the state. Yeah. I mean, the middle of Florida is a different vibe. Right. Right. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it makes me laugh because somebody's like, that's when somebody goes like, um, you know, I, I live in one of the top, the top 13 cities in the you know, like, what, number 13. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you were, it'd be top 10 if you were seven or eight, <laughs> top 13. I always thought that too, but you pointed out on this podcast, at least on those, uh, some of those polls online, that's to draw you in. They do it purposely, an odd number. Yeah. Some of the psychology behind like BuzzFeed articles, an odd number has a higher click through rate. Oh, okay. So hmm. top 11 or top 17 works better than top 20. You're more likely to click on it. Oh, okay. For some reason. That's weird. It's pretty crazy. Teresa, I'm shocked by that. <coughs> Teresa O. I believe. I feel bad. I'm being mean to these no, people no. today. I, like I don't it. know why. I'm just joking around. It's a different vibe. It's I'm just diff- joshing, dude. I'm having a I'm great time. I'm just joshing around. Teresa O. I believe that medication has made our lifespan shorter. Oh, here we go, Dusty. Mm. Strap in. Mm. <laughs> the older generation use more herbs, plants, and foods to heal their bodies. My great-grandfather used buttermilk to heal his digestive system. He never used antacid, Pepto, etc. He used leaves from a Japanese maple and aloe for skin care. Mm-hmm. Sassafras leaves for boils, acne, etc. He has... Aaron. He had skin cancer from farming in the sun for so many years, but lived to 100. Sorry. I didn't read the rest of the sentence. He was just saying she used all these leaves, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the next sentence was he had skin <laughs> cancer. <laughs> You're like, okay, sorry. It's like a well, Aaron radio interview. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that, Teresa. I agree, but I don't know that I think it's the medication making our lives shorter. I think it's the food is making our lives shorter. The medication is keeping us alive, but unhealthy so the food is poisoning us and making us so sick that we need medicine Mm -hmm. so you're you always have to go to the doctor and keep buying medicine because you're so sick from the food it's interesting yeah i agree with that her great-grandfather used buttermilk to heal his digestive system i feel like (laughs) i feel like buttermilk's causing some of the problems for me well i feel like buttermilk's why i need tums well, buttermilk, uh, yeah, I mean, it feels like in this that he's taking it like Maybe I'm just thinking tums. of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else he would use buttermilk for. Well, my, I just eat a stack of pancakes. I'm eating buttermilk. My you know? mom growing up said they couldn't, you know, buttermilk was the only thing they could afford. It was like a cheaper milk and that they would call what we drink now sweet milk. Oh. And that was a real treat for them. I like that. Mm. And my mom used to eat buttermilk and cornbread in a bowl that was a uh, a real treat for her she liked that <laughs> she would take cornbread and break it up in a bowl of buttermilk and eat that yeah. she loved it that's an opa like a souffle <laughs> right there <laughs> buttermilk and cornbread i don't know that that was more from cha- that's more of a chambers county thing i don't don't blame yeah, that's that what on, i was thinking don't blame that on opa elmore that's, county yeah, yeah i like got a county. i got another <laughs> i got another what is hay type question all right what is buttermilk? Is it just milk and butter mixed together? I think it's milk, like like when you milk a cow, mm-hmm. like I think you like somehow like scrape the, like butter comes and it's kind of scraped the butter off the top. Oh, jeez. And then so buttermilk is just like, you don't do that. Oh. Oh, you leave on. Right. So the- there's less done to it. And I don't know, but it's something well, like that. Tr- I never milked it. You churn milk to make butter, right? Yeah, I guess so. It's just something about mm. there's less 
going on with it? <laughs> I don't know. You've done less to it. Okay. I know when I was eating hot chicken, I wanted some milk today. Yeah. So I could see how buttermilk might help your digestive system. Yeah, it wasn't buttermilk, but uh, yeah, but I used to drink milk a lot when I had heartburn before I realized that the milk we have today is maybe not all that good. But uh, <laughs> He not, just has loose pills in his pocket <laughs> that he was pulling out. I've, I've eaten four or five Tums on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's because yeah, yeah. I had a lot of hot chicken. What kind of Tums are you rocking over there? These are regular Tums today. Regular Tums? What do you mean? <laughs> Well, I, I do a lot of chewable digestive enzymes. Okay. But I just have loose tums in my pocket. So this is, a, you know, just a... You don't even have them rolled up anymore? No, he offered me and he just pulls it out of his pocket. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'd rather burn up. Yeah, I just keep them in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a bunch of chalk in your pocket. I you? got vitamins and digestive enzymes. And cow and gut pills. I got a lot of different things in different pockets. I got cow... Um, what is it? Uh, cow gallbladder pills. It's supposed to be the <laughs> like capsules. With- yeah, it's supposed to be the gallbladder of a cow in a capsule. Okay. It's supposed to help your stomach produce the bile that it needs to digest food. Okay. It's good. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have those <laughs> yeah, it is. in the holster at all times. <laughs> Louise Malfair. Malfair. On the subject of living longer, there are places around the world called blue zones. They have the most people over 100 for various healthy reasons. Yeah, there was a tribe that this guy used to talk about that they found, and they were living to be like 120 years old, and they were eating uh, apricots, and they would eat the apricots and then crack open the seed and eat the seed, and also they would make a oil out of the seed and put on their skin. So mm. they, they looked really good even at 120 years old. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. But why doesn't Guinness recognize them for their age? Well, they probably don't want us to know that there are people living that long. Guinness doesn't? Yeah, Guinness is. <laughs> the beer company? <laughs> I don't think that's who he's talking that's, about. That's what it is. That's the same company. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Guinness Book of World Records. Because I think in a lot of. <laughs> I don't think it's particularly the beer portion of Guinness that's worried about it. <laughs> they share an office, I bet. <laughs> I think uh, Guinness Beer, at pubs, people were like sharing fun facts, and that's how the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. A little spinoff company, yeah. yeah. One of these blue zones is in California. You think they're all going to be third world? I don't know why I'd say third world, but places that eat much better than we do. What are they where in California, Nina? I think it was somewhere where they have a heavy presence of Seventh Day. Is it Adventist? Adventist yeah. Well, they're vegans, so yeah. that's got to be a big part of it. Yeah, I uh, I had to work a Seventh Day Adventist wedding when I worked at a country club, and it was a little different, a different vibe at that wedding than the yeah. other ones I worked. No alcohol, no caffeine, no dancing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good old wholesome group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. That's what everyone was saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They were great. They yeah. were all very nice. Yeah. But it was all vegan stuff. Yeah. I can't get down with that. But uh, Blue Zones, yeah, Seventh-day Adventist, Loma Linda is the core of America's Blue Zone region with a community of about 9,000 Adventists who view health as central to their faith. Well, that's got to be, yeah, it's a big part of yeah. their whole philosophy on life and stuff. They don't smoke or drink alcohol. That's another big thing, you know. One of the I looked this up. I'm not. I was not familiar with these blue zones. I looked it up. One of them is Okinawa, Japan. But they said in the 21st century, that's kind of start started going away. They're not living any longer than really the rest of what us. What changed? I don't know. They learned about GMOs. 
Learned See? about Magic Spoon. I thought you were about to segue into... No, Magic Spoon would extend their life. That's right. Ryan Hale. We have a bat house and live in a nice neighborhood. No complaints so far. And sitting on the porch at dusk, watching the bats leave the house is super fun. Dusty, good call on nixing the owl house because owls eat bats. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know that I wouldn't want to see an owl eat a bat, though, out in the backyard. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, I thought you'd be all about this. Comment. I just didn't want the owls to eat, like, the neighbor, the neighbor's cats cats, and things like that. And I also like the rabbits that we have around. I mm-hmm. thought the owls might eat those. Mm-hmm. They can eat rabbits? I don't know, but I would think so. They'd probably take a shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just nip at them. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean. That's that's good to know, though. Appreciate Any, anything that, new at the bat house? No, I want to redo it because the dad borrowed my neighbor's ladder. He has a 40 foot ladder. I borrowed it and it was like real cold that day. And then my neighbor, my wife and my dad are in the backyard, like making fun of me about hanging the bat. House. I'm like, I've never hung a bat house. <laughs> I didn't claim to be a professional bat house hmm. hanger. I'm just like, I don't know why you guys are all acting like I've been bragging about how uh-huh. good I hang yeah. bat houses. I just said I want to get it up in the tree. You're like, I don't even want y'all watching me do yeah. this. Go yeah, inside. My wife's filming. Everybody's making <laughs> jokes. I'm like, why don't you help me figure this out? Because my tree wasn't wide enough for the way they had you wanting uh, okay. to hang the bat house. Okay. I think it's better if you put it on the side of a barn or something, but I don't have a barn uh-huh. and my house is not wooden. So I was just doing what I could do. And they're yeah. all like, oh, oh, Mr. Bat out here. And I'm like, <laughs> Mr. Bat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they even call you Batman. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bat. Uh, it's like, all right, all right. Let's just get it up. You got, guys get out of here. Mm. Flat Cat Jessica. Oh, I know Flat Cat Jessica. I just see her <laughs> comment on stuff. Good old Flat Cat. Yeah. She she follows me on Twitter. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Oh, shout out to Flat Cat. Yeah. I was wondering if when Dusty shops for Marketplace, do any of the people ever recognize him? I would love it if Dusty showed up at my house to buy a bathtub. <laughs> that sounds like you do know well, Flat actually, Cat. Well, yeah. actually, uh, yeah. Actually, um, uh, yeah, guy, um, I, sh- I bought a cabinet from him. He said he went to high school with Nate. Oh, okay. Uh, and he watches the podcast. I don't know if he watches the podcast, but he's seen me somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I just did. Uh, I'd never met my neighbor across the street, but they came to my show a few months ago at Zany's that you guys were both on. And um, he and his wife, but I didn't get to talk to them afterwards. So last week they were standing out there and, or the husband was, and I went over there and talked to him for a little while. And, and he said, man, I had a great time at Zany's. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. He said, that Dusty Slay, he is so funny. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh-huh. He said, man, his video, he just keeps talking about Dusty. And I was like, after a while, I was like, all right, dude, I, I got to go. I'm just going to go in the house. Yeah. That's you're my sister in law. You're her favorite comic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. I don't know if she's ever watched me do comedy, but every time <laughs> Dusty comes to Columbus. Yeah, she's great. Every time you're in Columbus, they're able to find a babysitter super yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mm. Yeah, well, Dusty's good. Well, if it means Dusty's anything, good. your brother doesn't come. <laughs> you know what? That does mean a lot, man. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. dude. Thanks for telling me that. Yeah. Rachel Stoll. Oh, by the way, I have to have my godfather and my they, that couple, my brother and his wife. 
All right. Just had a kid, and I went up there for the baptism. Congrats. First, Congrats. first God kid. In Columbus? In Columbus. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Right. Godfather, dude. Rachel Stoll. Aaron smiling during all of Dusty's ad reads is the reason I'll never skip through the ads. It reminds me of two high schoolers waiting for the other to mess up reading out loud in class. Yeah. Thanks, well, that's Rachel. Sweet. That's Thanks, really Rachel. nice. Those are the best laughs. I had some of the hardest laughs of my life in like church or school oh, yeah. or like when you're not supposed to laugh, mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. I've been yeah. in a lot of trouble for that in my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In school, that's what I would get in trouble for all the time is laughing when you're not supposed to laugh. There's nothing funnier than laughing when you're not supposed to laugh. Yeah. It has the opposite effect. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen that clip of Jameis Winston and he's in the NFL combine he's getting interviewed by coaches I think it was John Gruden was mm -hmm. like have you ever been were you ever disciplined for bad behavior in high school and he was like uh yeah I, I I laughed at my coach when he cried <laughs> in the locker room the coach is crying he just started laughing and I go I get it dude I've been there yeah. where you're like something about a serious moment and then you see your friend and he makes a face or something and you can't stop it yeah. you know Jameis Winston very well could be a, a terrible person I don't know but he is so funny in interview he goes one interview I saw he goes it's like coach said Wait, what'd he say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know yeah. what I love is when you tell me about rocket money. <laughs> so we can laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was all right. That was okay. It wasn't as good as because uh, I kind of felt it was coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, don't look so disappointed. Well, I'm sorry. You're still on camera. Oh. <laughs> If I asked you guys how many subscriptions you would have had, would you be able to list all of them? And would you be able to tell me how much you're paying? No, because you guys are idiots. If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said, yeah, but let me tell you, I would have been wrong. I would have been lying. I've had way more than I thought. And some of them, I was just wasting money, all of them. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bill. It really is amazing. It crawls through your credit card statement. It, it pulls information. It tells you what you're paying for, how often you're paying for it, and they will cancel that stuff for you. They have over 5 million users, and they've helped save its members an average of $720 a year. Wow. With over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Mm. So they're saving you money, dude. Stop wasting money on things you do not use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nate. That is rocketmoney.com slash Nate. One more to seal the deal. Rocketmoney.com slash Brian, stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rocketmoney.com slash Nate. Sorry, Brian. Oh, I just thought that would be funny. <sighs> but all right. What are you writing over there, Dusty? Uh, oh, I was just drawing a picture. We oh. have, he's writing down more movies he wants to watch <laughs> instead of Whiplash. Well, we're talking about the blue zones of people living longer. One thing I wanted to share from my research mm -hmm. is what do you guys know about circadian rhythms? I know that mine is off. Dude. How do you know? Circadian rhythms is your. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you go ahead? It's like, why don't you go ahead and explain what that is? <laughs> well, explain it to me like you were a fifth grader. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like Brian says. What did you say? I think yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, um, there's a maybe like a order of things we're supposed to, we're supposed to be in this certain order. Like 
waking up in the morning. We should probably wake up when the sun comes up and open the window and look at sun before cutting on a fake light, letting some real sun come into our lives and go to sleep at a decent time, get some real sleep, not be so involved with electronics. So it's your body's internal clock and its relationship to your sleep cycle. And that's stuff? what I think. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. mine when I'm on the road is a mess because mm -hmm. I get, I get done doing shows. I don't party. Now I'm not been smoking cigars. So I just go back to my hotel room and look at my phone. Yeah. It's the saddest. <laughs> I don't even know what to do anymore. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You got, they're like, get rid of all your bad habits. And I'm like, yeah, but what am I supposed to do with my time? <laughs> just <laughs> sit in a dark room. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because by the time you get home from the second show, it's late enough. You could go to bed if you could go to sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you're still wired from the show, I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. You ever be flipping through TikTok or something and you can feel it rotting your brain? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> I had that this week. I was like, I'm, I haven't been enjoying this for a while and I'm <laughs> yeah. still doing it, yeah. dude. I had to like throw the phone across the room. Yeah. Let's start over. My <laughs> circadian rhythm's a mess. That's like why I'm at the table. <laughs> you guys could just put stuff down. That's why I'm when I'm at home in the spring and summer, I go out in the yard uh -huh. or I go out to the land. I take my shoes off. I walk around on the ground. I touch some trees. I get in the dirt and I feel the sunshine. And I feel wonderful. You do some grounding. Yeah. But in the wintertime, what are we supposed mm -hmm. to do out here? Move to Florida or yeah. somewhere like that. I'd, uh, at uh, um, college, they used to have <laughs> this. <laughs> they had these. Uh, they had these lamps that you could sit in front of during the winter to, that were supposed to simulate oh, yeah. the sun. The sun lamps. They okay. had a bunch of them in a room. And it, people would go and just sit in front of them. Were they a certain color? I don't know. I never went. I was, <laughs> you know, strong-willed and. You know, so this guy, I like that in college. You're I'm, not thinking about that stuff. No, but some people were some people, seasonal effectiveness, right. effective. Oh yeah. Just sad. That's yeah. it. And if people got sad, they go sit in front of those lights. I'd like a sunroom, like a glass room that I could just go sit in, in the wintertime. Like what? So there'd be some heat in there. Okay. But the sun could still come through the glass. You want a porch. Yeah, like a glass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. You're acting like this is a special type of... Yeah, but it is kind of special to have a glass. Like Wendy's used to have off the side of the restaurant. You remember those? Yeah, yeah. They still do, I think, right? Oh, I know what in, you're talking about. I've been in a Wendy's. Yeah, they look like a little greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah, well, don't make me feel bad for going to Wendy's. Yeah. You're the one who wants the sunroom. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to Wendy's in years. Loser. <laughs> just try to help know. out I here. take my house seriously. You know? <laughs> okay, man. I just go in there for the sun. I don't order it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even order it. <laughs> it's like, where's your green room? I want to grow a little. Well, this like there's some guy who's a circadian rhythm specialist. Okay. And he just wrote a new paper saying it can really affect your longevity by the light you expose yourself to. Um, he, there's white light and I think blue light and not literally the lights are blue, but a type of light, which is your phone, your tablet, mm -hmm. stuff like that, that if you look at late at night, it affects your circadian rhythms. That blue light, right? Yeah, I know that people wear these glasses that eliminate blue light if they're looking at the computer for too long. There's blue light really? glasses. I, have, I used to use an app. I, didn't, I stopped using it. It's called Flux. Yeah, and I had that installed anywhere, 
and it would change the color of your computer throughout the day to fit uh, to fit it yeah it would like and by the end by like 3 a.m like your whole screen is just orange because it's eliminated all the blue light could you even from, look at it that late well that's why i stopped using it because when i was doing <laughs> photoshop and stuff it's hard to edit stuff mm-hmm. everything's orange you know but yeah. if you're just browsing the internet it's like who cares what color stuff is you know but you're doing photoshop like at 3 a.m Back in the day, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was, you know, I was doing some stuff. Yeah. Well, I was doing stuff where the color was important on the screen. <laughs> you know, I've got my phone set up now where if I triple tap the back of it, it goes grayscale. What is that? It goes black and white. That's called grayscale. Yeah. You triple tap <laughs> is that the obvious? back of the phone. Yeah, 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 obvious thing. That's an accessibility option on the phone, on the iPhone, where if you if you triple tap the back of it. Goes black what? and white. Yeah, yeah. You can you can set that to do anything. If you go into the accessibility features, you can have that do something. I don't even know if I know about accessibility features. Okay. Do you have shortcuts or anything set up on your phone? Yeah. No. You have Grace, making fun of me for grayscale. This guy over here. He was just telling me about a mirror room or something but on his phone. Somebody told me a trick to cut down on uh to cut down on screen time is to shut that dog up. Just put your phone on black and white. Everything's a little boring in black and white. Oh. You don't want to scroll through Inst- Instagram. It looks boring as heck. You're flipping through, it's black and white. But I made it too easy to change back. <laughs> so I can just immediately tap back and I'm yeah, good. Yeah, it's boring. I Get guess the time. whole point should be it should be difficult to change it back to color. Yeah. But anyway. It's got to be like an algebra problem to get it back to color. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Dogs going wild. Dogs are lovely, aren't they? <laughs> you hate Nate's dog, dude. <laughs> Dusty hates Nate's dog. <laughs> I don't think you hate Nate's dog any more than other dogs, do you? Nah. The and, same. And I'm I get along fine with Nate's dog now, but it's like I've been over here now, I don't know, hundreds of times. Right. And she keeps acting like it's never seen him before. <laughs> they can sense fear and when people don't like them. But it's like, I like him. I'm not afraid of the dog now. Yeah. And okay. I like her just fine. But every time the dog dog goes off, Tussie's just like, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, come on, Holly. Let's get it together. Yeah. She's still going off. I guess the postman's here. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's or it. something. Anyway, this guy is mm-hmm. an expert in circadian rhythms. Okay. He published a paper saying the three most important things you can do. It's basically what Dusty said. He didn't, Dusty didn't have to go to college for this, but. This is this is in my realm of things I pay attention to. Morning sunlight. Sunlight in general is essential, but morning sunlight is the most important. Okay. In the spring and summer, I like to get up and like, I got some chairs out back. I'll go just sit out back in the sun. It's really great. Well, morning sunlight is one. <laughs> if you can find a Wendy's near you, <laughs> that's very important. Go there. Um <laughs> And then I already forgot what the other two were. Uh, spending time outdoors, spending your uh, sleeping at a regular time each day. Oh yeah, don't stay up late or or sleep till noon. That's what's messing me up the most right now because I'm on like I get up with my kids right, uh-huh. so I'm on dad schedule. I'm yeah. waking up six thirty seven every day when I'm home. Uh huh. I get up with the kids, and when I'm home, I go to bed nine ten o'clock. When I'm on the road, though, I'm going to bed at two. Three o'clock. You might not be starting a show until after nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm in in, in, in in Tulsa, the late show starts at 10 15 on Friday. <laughs> oh, so then, <laughs> so and I'm then, not saying that. I'm sorry to yeah, interrupt. Yeah, no, because, I don't, 
because I go to bed early. Right. Because I can't imagine anyone in my realm <laughs> would come to see me at 10, 15 at night. Yeah. And then, so I do that and then I go back to my hotel, can't hey, get to sleep, but yet I still wake up. I'm listening, Dusty. I'm sorry. Yet I still wake up at six, seven o'clock. Uh, okay. Even though, and then I'm like forcing myself to go back to sleep, but it's not a good. So you're cooked. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So by the end of the weekend, I'm just like, and then I'm on the plane and I'm, I just feel exhausted. Yeah. I fall asleep and wake up and my neck hurts. I was struggling today, dude. My flight, I boarded at 5.50 this morning. Yeah. The day before that, I boarded at 5 a.m. It's been Jeez. two two long days, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to feel, this is right around the time of day I start to feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 5.30 right now. Just, you know, full transparency. It's 5.30 p.m. And uh, it's hitting me. Yeah. It's hitting me hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then you drink I'm, a lot of I coffee. Might not make it. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, oh, I'm about to have a heart attack. It's a, it's all farce, dude. Yeah. It's all farce because then, you know, you crash. Well, I still go to bed late and I sleep pretty late. Like 10, 10 30. At night. PM. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. So my I burn the midnight oil every now and then. <laughs> I've seen the Tonight Show a few times. <laughs> At least the start of it. Yeah. See who hosts. <laughs> Watch the monologue. Yeah. That, uh, no, I mean, everyone thinks because all the old jokes that I go to bed early. Right, but you're still a comic, so you're up late. and Yeah, and yeah. and um, I've never been a morning person, and my wife is a morning person, so it kind of worked out well. When the baby is born, she gets up with the baby, and when the baby wasn't sleeping through the night, I would be the one that would stay up. Okay. And so I would, on regularly, not now, but we'd go to bed like at, on average, like 2 a.m. Okay. And But then I would sleep. In the morning as late as I wanted. Is that a fair trade between spouses? You no. know, no. Who 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 got the raw end of the deal? I did. No. Yeah, I would no. say you did by staying up. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Hannah would. It was kind of the opposite for us. Han, I, Hannah would do night duty. I would do daytime duty. I'd be on Daisy duty. But uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I gave her the worst end. Uh-huh. Well, it's not like she got up at two a.m. It's just that I would kind of be on watch if the baby woke up. Now, if the baby woke up at one fifty, I don't in ten minutes say get in here. I stay up with the baby until she's back asleep. Sure, but um, the baby would always wake up by like five or something. Yeah, and, my, yeah. and then my wife would be up. But I don't know. To me, I got the better end of the deal because I'm more of a night person than a, yeah. a morning person. In saying that, I still stay up pretty late, but I sleep into the morning, mm-hmm. meaning close to half of my sleep is after the sun come up. So. Yeah. Uh, meaning that <laughs> according to this and according to Professor Slay, that's not good. Yeah, you're yeah. done. You're supposed to be sleeping while it's dark and up when the sun's up. Now, is this reflected in the, I wonder if this is reflected, uh, I'm not going to read this, but in in the lifespan of different parts of the world, like the parts of the world where you get a ton of sunlight, do they live longer than the, you know, the people that live near the poles and they don't get any sunlight? Hmm. Is there any kind of data that that reflects that? We'll find out. But One of the I listeners have, dig in and let us. But know. don't some of the polls <laughs> half the year it's all sunlight? Not so maybe I don't think half the year. I didn't know. I thought maybe near the polls. I'm just saying if, if if the thesis statement of this is that your sun exposure affects your lifespan, then we should be able to see. Uh, disparities in lifespan based on sun exposure. Well, that's what I think is one of our, our our biggest lies that are out there. And I got no way to prove it. But one of the biggest lies out there is that the well, sun is bad for us. 
and that we should be out of the sun. I think the sun is great for us. And like people wear sunscreen all the time. And I just think I realize that certain people are more pale than others and they can burn. And it's like, you know, but it's like people are like sunscreening up all the time. And I just, I don't think we should burn, but I think that our, our burning is uh, a warning to our body to say, Hey, you've been out here too long. (laughs) But if you wear 15 minutes for me, (laughs) but if you're wearing sunscreen, you're not burning, yeah. but your body is still being exposed to the sun. Yeah. So you're not getting that warning. You're basically just putting that on your skin going, don't warn me when I've been out here too long. I That's disagree. What I, think. I disagree. I think, That's uh, what I think sunscreen protects you from the dangerous sun rays that causes skin cancer, but it allows you to still be out in the sun to enjoy the benefits of sunlight. Right, right, right. I, right. I, Counterpoint. I well, I think that, you know, sunscreen's only been around for a little while. And mm-hmm. since the beginning of time, we've been out here and the, the sun is the life giver. I right. mean, without the sun, the plants don't grow. Yeah. I mean, sun's the real life giver, I think. It's a big part of it. Can I counter sure. that or yeah, are we please. done? No, no, let's keep it going. Uh, Dusty's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's move on. I think the sun's important too. Go outside and just get a good look at it. Just look at it. <laughs> it's good for you. It can't burn your eyes. You know, if you look at the sun and it starts to hurt your eyes, it's just a warning that you've been looking at it too long. You know, I agree. I agree. (laughs) April 8th. uh, Go look at it. What's happening on April 8th? I think it's April 8th. That's when the next solar eclipse. Oh, in Nashville. Oh, I've marked it down what somebody said. I mentioned it. I uh, wrote the date. It's like the first episode of the new year that that's happening this year. Okay. Um, it's sometime in April. April 8th. I got, yeah. Okay. I marked it down the other day. 2024 total eclipse. Yeah. How about that? It's supposed to come in through the uh, southwest and mm-hmm. go up to the northeast. Uh, it's not going to pass over Nashville. But we'll be able to see it. We'll, we'll be able to see it a little bit, but I want total darkness. I think it's cut. Yeah, it won't be total like it was a few years ago when it came through for us. But it will be if you go just a little bit northwest. We can make a trip out to Wem- Memphis. Go check it out. Well, Memphis is not not in the path of that either. You go to uh, Lowell, Arkansas. We could uh, drove. No, yeah. Why don't we all take a big trip, the four of us, mm-hmm. to Cape Girardeau, Missouri? Mm-hmm. Do a podcast from out there. Do a podcast in the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I feel like there was one more point he made, and I can't even remember what it was now. Well, the other point is that, uh, that if you got to sleep in pitch darkness, leaving uh, the lights oh, yeah. on in the bedroom will shorten it. Who's doing that? It's hard to do. I'm still a little terrified of it. Uh, but um, when it's pitch black, I'm like, oh, you don't uh, like total, you don't like blackout uh, curtains in uh, a hotel or anything. No, I do, but I don't want it to be pitch black. Uh-huh. I don't like when I can't see something. Yeah, yeah, you gotta see a little bit bleeding in. Yeah, when it's pitch black, I feel like totally lost. <laughs> like you're in a cave. Yeah. Can't tell. I tell you what, riding the uh, tour bus, which we've all done, it's can be hard because of all the rocking, but when you pull that curtain, it's pretty black in there. Oh, dude, you're in a cocoon. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. You slept on that tour bus? Uh, I did Burt's tour bus. Yeah. And I, yeah, I slept pretty good on that. Was there a lot of good, healthy sleep going on on that tour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody got their eight hours? Yeah. Well, we did get a pretty good bit of sleep just uh-huh. during the day, and yeah. it was it was nice to have that curtain drawn back like that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, they are staying up late. Yep, the buses I've been on too, they got a little 
air vent right above you and you can just angle that down and yeah. it's just oh dude I yeah, do like a, a wind feeling. chamber of a of a I like a, oh. a fan I like a what they call it, the wind machine oh yeah and it just that's all you hear I want oh that oh noise machine yeah but I it's want also the, the fan I want it to feel like a leaf blower is going yeah. off on, on my face yeah I never told you this but <laughs> are you serious yeah like a cool leaf blower yeah. Oh, yeah. Is the leaf blower not cool? I don't know. I just feel like it'd be a warm heat. No, I don't want a warm heat at <laughs> yeah. all. I don't care. Time of year, no matter what. I want cold air, dude. The last time we did, I think it was, I guess, Johnson City to Bridgestone Arena mm-hmm. on Nate's bus. You were in the bunk above me, mm-hmm. and your uh, CPAP tube was hanging down a little bit. Dude, through don't the th- talk about that in the podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was hanging down the side. A little bit. And I wanted just to mess with you. And <laughs> just squeeze it. Squeeze it. Just kill me up there. <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, it's just a prank. <laughs> dude, I'm up there gasping for air. Is that oh. oxygen coming through the CPAP machine? Yeah, it's just air, dude. It's oh, whatever, it's whatever it grabs. Yeah. You know? I want an oxygen. There's a little filter the size of a postage stamp that I replace every six months, you know? But yeah. No, nah, I do it. You're supposed to replace it way more often. I want but. like a, a a chamber of oxygen that I could just lay in and just get real good oxygen. Okay. That's what I want. Yeah. You been getting you breathing good? <laughs> you should go to Wendy's more often. <laughs> yeah. You doing all right, man. <laughs> you can just go buy those too. You know, if you go to any like out sporting goods store in the hiking section, they sell those just things of oxygen. You can oh, bring yeah. Them. Go grab more of those. How, how do you, how's it work? Well, you just, <laughs> you know, you put it in your, you ever see an NFL player on the sideline? Yeah. They go get that oxygen. You can go get that. You just put it in your mouth and breathe it in. Those are hooked up to like a machine, right? Yeah, hooked up to a little tank. You can just buy that at Yeah, you can buy like almost disposable little their size of like a two liter uh two liter coke. Oh, I'm into that. Go get go get you an inhale. I saw you did I saw a video of you doing smelling salts for the first time. I did smelling salts this weekend. Was that real? Yeah, that was real. It's pretty intense, man. Yeah. It was called smelling salts. That's like if you get knocked out or whatever, they'd put that in there that wake you up. Well, I looked into it a little bit. They have been used for a long time. They're using the back. The ancient Greeks, I think, were using smelling salts to do God knows what. But now it's mostly just like guys weightlifting or athletes will do it because it gives you a big jolt before you're about to do something. It's so much more intense than you think it is. You think you smelled something mm-hmm. bad and mm-hmm. strong, but you, I mean, it's wow, it hits you, mm. dude. It I think I you. smelled it 20 years ago. Smelled I what? I think my buddy had some. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But they used to be for athletes that were like he was, passed out of the field, right? Oh, maybe. That would wake you up, though, dude. Yeah, if somebody's passed out. Yeah. That's what I envisioned like in the okay. 80s. There's always guys laying out in the field. They didn't know anybody. <laughs> they just put smelly songs. <laughs> right, like, right. Get up and get back in the game. I was doing it for an Instagram story. So, you know. Why did you have it? I Just wanted a story, to try though, it out. Not a reel. You should have did it for a reel. Try yeah, to get those. I did, I did. Try to get those views. I couldn't out. think of a funny way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't mm. think of a. I think didn't just, feel grid worthy. I think you should say. do that and then do it till you throw up, and then that goes on the internet. Well, if I would have had a more crazy reaction to it, I mean, you got to stay there. Let's do it again. <laughs> I should have brought some in today. Let's put that in your. Um, what what do you what do you call that machine? CPAP. CPAP. Machine. Yeah, let's put that in this <laughs> no, in the little filter. No, <laughs> I would die. <laughs> I think I would die. If I, 
<laughs> if I, because I barely inhaled it. Yeah. It just kind of touched my nose. If I would have really, I mean, I don't know if I'd be here today. I would have passed out in the under construction Airbnb, <laughs> Toledo, Ohio. You should try it again. And if it doesn't work, use delete me. <laughs> that's, that's that was pretty, pretty good. good. All right. As a person who exists publicly, I'm all over the place. Yep. We are hyper aware of safety and security. It's easier than ever to find personal information about people online. All this data hanging out on the internet can have consequences in the real world. Nate and Laura have been using Delete Me for a long time, and now I've signed up. I just got an update today with some of the stuff that they removed. Onboarding process is easy. You put your info in, they crawl through the internet, and they send out reports monthly. And I was surprised what they've already started removing me from. They send you a personalized privacy report showing what they found, where they found it, and what they removed. When you sign up, Delete Me immediately goes to work scrubbing all your personal info from data broker platforms. Your personal profile is no longer theirs to sell. Take control of your data data, and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash Nate and use promo code Nate at checkout. Come closer. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash Nate and enter code Nate at checkout. <laughs> That's joindeleteme.com slash Nate, code Nate. I didn't know you actually leaned forward. <laughs> I didn't see you do that. Delete me. Great service. Mm. What if you got delete me and they started deleting your show dates? <laughs> Nobody can find your website. Yeah. The club's like, oh, we never, we don't have anything. We thought you canceled your shows. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Oh, man, man. Delete me went too far. Yeah. I always say I want to join find me. <laughs> That's what I need. Just kidding. We love delete me. Yeah. <laughs> find me is funny. So, uh, you're big into chat GBT, right? Oh, I love it. Do you really use it? I, I, I like it, but it's starting to get so good. I don't know if you've seen some of the, the video AI that came out over the weekend. They have a new service called Sora that can generate high quality videos from text prompts. And it's startlingly good. Did you have some of that video to show us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you guys would banter for a couple minutes, I'll go ahead and pull it up. Well, what what is it that you um, have about it, Brian? Well, <laughs> oh man, what what a pro! <laughs> well, you brought it up. Right? I know, so, I know, so I know. You I'm have sorry. Something <laughs> marked down. I do, by chance, Dusty. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, so on. there's a guy. Um, he just goes by the name Gage. I guess that's his. Instagram name or whatever. I know a guy named Gage. I know a guy with Gages. <laughs> What's that even mean? You know what Gages like are? Earrings? Those holes in your ears? Oh, okay. We just yeah. called, yeah. No, I did, really didn't. I've I know heard, several guys with Gages. I saw a video of a guy putting a uh, little lock on a guy's ear and running away. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I hope it was his friend. I hope it was staged. Mm. Here's a good example. This is one of the official videos. This was a text prompt. Prompt. See, I did the opposite of Dusty. I took a T out of that. Uh huh. Beautiful snowy Tokyo City. I don't think City. I put T's in. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
right. <laughs> you didn't hear that? I mean, I pity the fool that didn't think this Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful snowy Tokyo. I mean, this looks like a professional video. Yeah. That That's AI video. dude. This looks like a video game to me. I mean, it looks very good, but it looks like, you know. How about this? Several giant woolly mammoths approaching, treading through a snowy meadow, their long woolly fur. And even human beings, it generates very well. Look at this. This is a movie trailer. Oh, now that's really good. Yeah, featuring the adventures of a 30-year-old spaceman wearing a red wool knitted motorcycle helmet, and it just generates the video. In the same way that I remember not long ago when the still image application of this technology came out, my mind was blown. Right. And now, how quickly we've come this far that, I mean, who knows what this will look like. Like six months from now, I let know. alone six years. And the technology that they probably actually have is probably far <laughs> yeah, more advanced. That's, than what this. I, that's the spin I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably, I mean, it really is. It's like, who knows? Mm-hmm. That's, Maybe in the future, every video they show us of, of the president is just AI. And we actually have no president. Some deep states just running the whole country. Maybe. Can you imagine something crazy like that? I can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can get there. This is amazing. Like, those are those real people that somehow they've given rights to use their image? No, that's an AI-generated person. So that person does not exist. That's amazing. Now, that one, not so much, but those other close-ups of those guys, I mean... That one's not. That's not. <laughs> okay. So that, that looks like my uh, AI right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> the spaceman guy looked um, so wild. The spaceman guy. Yeah. That looks like that's. Well, you only know it's fake because uh, space is not real. That's the only reason that you know it's fake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what everyone's thinking. Exactly. Um, Anyway, uh-huh. there was a guy, uh, this guy, Gage, whoever that is, he <laughs> <coughs> has found a way to use his great knowledge to scam McDonald's oh, out of free love meals. That. Love that. Basically, what he does, goes into McDonald's, steals receipts, which most people, they don't keep the receipt. They throw it in the trash, throw it on the floor, whatever. It's not too hard to get receipts. I guess each receipt has a special, probably a QR code or something oh. where you can download to fill out a survey. He then goes online, puts the worst answers possible. Uh-huh. And then for the comments, I guess he uses chat GPT to write these terrible reviews of his experience. If it's not good enough, he'll tell chat GPT to make it even worse. Then McDonald's quickly sends him vouchers for free food because of the bad write-up. And he says he's gotten hundreds of vouchers for free food. Oh, I love I it. love that this guy is a complete genius, and yet he's still eating McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like he could use that towards something better. Yeah. yeah. You like the that scam area? doesn't work on Whole Foods, okay? You got to do it on <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a testament that McDonald's cares enough about you know, well, that is care true. enough about their customers. They're right? like, don't stop eating here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Keep coming back. Yeah. Put it in your body mm-hmm. and we'll give you, you know, $4. But I'm sure that adds up. Mm-hmm. How do you inconspicuously steal a bunch of receipts out of a trash can? I mean, I've been in some McDonald's where there's a lot going on in there. You could probably get away with it. But I'm thinking of like, he's got to go in at an odd hour. When, yeah. the, when the employees are getting screamed at by people, and that's when you go in and yeah. get the receipts. Too. He said off the, I think this guy's in London. He says off the table or off the till. 
What's what would that be? The till? That yeah. would be the cash register as the, the thing is running. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. That's what I would think. The till. That's what they call a cash register? I think it's like the printer. I think that's what it, that it would be called. A till is uh, to prepare land for the raising of crops. We'll try no, till. No, it's a it's the drawer in a cash register. Yeah. Okay. Many British people are. How are you stealing yeah. it out of the till, though? I don't know. Maybe like it prints out and <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. Because see, the drawer would be underneath the cash register. Right. But I, I so I was thinking it's just the printer and maybe he's just swiping he it. Jumps out. over the counter, right. punches a few people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is actually a story about a violent criminal yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get free McDonald's. You know, at the airport, he doesn't say this, but at the airport, I feel like people really just you take your seat, just Throw oh, it yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. So those would be easier to collect. Right. Maybe he goes to the airport. This guy's working so hard for McDonald's. It's like just. Well, the point is he's not working that hard, really. But it's, it's like. AI's doing the. But he's trying. He's got to go out and get all these receipts. Yeah, I guess so. That's really the only bottleneck of this. Yeah. And then everything else. So is you there. love this guy. Big fan of what he's doing. Respect yeah, I like does. to get in on the ground floor of this guy. <laughs> see if we can scam some other restaurants. Yeah, let's get Panera in there. Let's yeah, get Panera in the mix. Cheesecake there. Factory. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to eat well. The two restaurants that you and Nate debated over. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get some free Panera. Speaking of the airport, dude, I was thinking about this today. Do you know how much the average American flies per year? If you had to guess, one time, one point four. And then the person that has flown, you know how many times they've flown per year? If you take an average person who flies, how often they fly? Twice. Yeah, four. Four times a year. So that all to say, this next rant I'm about to go on might be boring for most people, but it's a big part of my life. <laughs> I can't wait I to hear it. I was furious this morning <laughs> at Clear, dude. Oh, yeah. Clear makes my blood boil, dude. I pay for pre-check. Now, I don't pay a lot. It's $70 for five years, you know? But I'm a part of the system. Right. Clear adds nothing to the security process. Pre-check, I think, helps. It helps the whole system, mm -hmm. right? It's got a separate lane. Everybody moves through quick. All Clear does is it just lets people cut the line. Mm -hmm. So you didn't speed up the whole thing. You're just charging people to cut the line dude. and the tsa pre-check line was long this morning dude and i'm creeping my way up and i'm about to miss the flight and then this woman with the smile on her face just gets escorted up to the front of the line and i went off dude i was furious the guy in front of me was mad too we bonded over it i just don't understand where they <laughs> Where they get off. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, as a clear subscriber. Oh, God. Yeah, you're the part of the problem. You're My complaint is that the Nashville airport, clear is slower than pre-check. By the time I Good. go through clear, I'm Good. Like, I could have gone. So I don't even do clear in Nashville. I just use pre-check yeah. because it's not even. But it's like, yeah, if you're in that situation, oh, like yeah. the Denver airport. Oh, yeah. Is clear there. Clear is I. Boom, I'm right through. Do you feel guilty that you're no. contributing to the no, end of the world? No, because it is more expensive than TSA. Pre. It is expensive, but yeah. you know, this is, but they're not helping anything. They're not helping anything. I agree. Just, but you don't care. 
You're well, just trying to, you just think it's all about you. Well, this is what happened. Okay. I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. I was in San Francisco one time years ago yeah. doing Clusterfest. Okay. And I, they had me do this late show and it ran me a lot longer than I wanted it to. And I was coming to meet you, I think, in uh, some other place to do comedy. Okay. I think so. And, um, and I was like, I think I'm going to miss this flight. And a person from Clear approached me and they said, hey, if you sign up for Clear right now, you can skip this whole line. And I was like, what? And so I was like, okay. And then they go, and you can cancel, you know, in a few days if you want. You don't even have to pay. Oh, jeez. So I go, okay. Yeah. And then it's, they're like, oh, we just got to do an eye scan. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we just need your fingerprints. And yep. I was like, yeah, oh, That's how they no. get you. Yep. But I was like, I don't want to miss this flight. I gave up all this privacy right. for for convenience. Yeah. And then, you know what? I didn't miss the flight. I don't know that I would have yeah, otherwise. It seemed like that would take a while to do all but that I, stuff. But it, it was still faster than that line. I mean, it was pretty rapid. And now I just didn't cancel and it just auto renews. And I'm like, when there's a lot of times when I'm mm. like, oh, this has just made life real easy. I get it though. I, I mean, I get the individual incentive. But when you're you take a step back and you're watching this unfold, you're like, you guys aren't helping anything. No, here. you're just it's, it's it's just I think it's I read an interview with the CEO and the founder of the company, and she said the average clear consumer or customer uses it 12 times a year. We want people to be using it 12 times a day. Oh, geez. They want to have clear technology employed everywhere. Stadiums, restaurants, they want everything to work like that. So you're like, that's what you're a part of. Mm -hmm. So I hope you feel good about yourself. Well, Justin. I just feel like <laughs> it's all going that way. Minority regardless. Report. Yeah. You guys remember that movie? Yeah, yeah I just yeah. watched it recently. Everything fact. was God, You're obsessed with it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I love the director, Michael yeah. Yeah. Dearborn. I didn't mean to. I mean, I feel like I took the podcast in a weird direction just now. I'm just saying yeah, I was watching it this morning. I'm sorry, Brian. I feel it was just really well, annoying. I and... thought your rant was going to go a different direction yeah. because you're actually you were your complaint seemed to be more at the frequent traveler. See, I feel like I'm just encountering people all the time in the airport that never fly. And it's not fair to them. They're confused. They don't fly a lot. They're like, where's my the seat? The average person 1.4 yeah. times a They're year. Like, where's so, my seat? I don't I don't know where to put my bag. Right, right. But me, I'm like, I'm like ready. I know where. I mean, I'm flying. We're at, jaded, we're broken, we're calloused. We're, we're tired. We're the worst. We got yeah. no sleep. We're dead inside. The yeah. night before, we were the star of the show. Uh -huh. We were like, look at us. The next morning, we're sleep deprived. I sold 40 <laughs> tickets last night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a god. And now yeah. we're crammed into a plane with, right. a, with people that don't know what they're doing. Exactly. And it's like it's frustrating mm -hmm. because it's like no i don't think i'm better than the people but i do think i'm more experienced and i should get some respect on this i one. should be able to cut the line <laughs> yeah as you hold the hand of a man in a vest and he brings you to the front yeah you got a little smirk on your face as you're doing it i'm sure i saw now i wasn't on southwest oh, so it didn't bother me as much yeah, yeah. but yesterday at the airport uh, uh, I'm flying and like there's a guy in a wheelchair. Here we go. I love, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. And his whole family, like eight people, get to board the plane with him. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there is that is completely unnecessary. <laughs> that guy and one family member should get to board. The guy pushing him, not the whole extended <laughs> yeah. but it family. It was like, I was like, all of these people get to board? Uh -huh. 
this wasn't even your flight. You were just walking by. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, it was my flight. But, oh, okay. But I'm like, I'm group one. You know what I mean? I should be first <laughs> right, on this plane. Right. And then... They should be lucky I was on this flight. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my travel complaint for the weekend. Let's do it. And I think you can help me with this, Aaron. I love it. Because I've heard you mention, I was thinking about you this weekend about renting cars. Because mm-hmm. you have set up now where you don't even have to go to the counter. Is that correct? Well, I'm platinum on Enterprise. And they let you... I don't know if that's contingent on your status with them, but you can check in through the app and then just walk right, bypass the counter, walk right to the garage and up to the car. Yeah, that's great. Because the last few times I've traveled, you get there and I tweeted about this. It's like every car company all lined up. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, great. Mine, there's nobody there. Why is everybody in this one line? Because thrifty dollar all of them, yeah, you got to yeah. get in line for budget, right? For that one person, and they do national and enterprise and Alamo and everybody too. They just cram them down to one. But yeah. You can't go cheap with the rental car. I feel like if you go enterprise, it's usually pretty fast. If you go budget, it takes a while. Okay. I mean, that's I was my experience. They live up to the name because <laughs> yeah. I I used to book budget because it was cheaper, and then I was like, I got to spring for enterprise just so I don't have to stand. I mean, it it will. I didn't like, even know that. It'll be like 45 minutes sometimes at the counter. Some yeah. guy. It was this weekend. Some guy yelling at this lady as she types away because because <laughs> he didn't put his wife name down on the thing. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, you told me it would be this much money. And she's like, I don't know. I just work here and I didn't tell you anything. Uh-huh. You've, never, you've never talked to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's always the person that had nothing to do with it, which is frustrating in itself. But anyway, yeah, the last few times, it's been such a long way to the counter. Totally. And this weekend, I was like, I got to talk to Aaron about this way to bypass this because yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, Enterprise is usually pretty good. You check it on the app. You can go right out there to the garage. Yeah. And I usually don't spend too long on Enterprise. You rent a lot of cars. Huh? I do it pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I like the freedom of it, dude. It's a big difference between me and you. I like freedom. Uh-huh. Even if it comes at, you know, if it's inconvenient, I like freedom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I, like I, to be tied to a rental car all weekend. Right. Well, you're not necessarily tied to it. You can kind of go wherever you want. And you can always turn it in if you want. But I, what I would never do is sign my soul away to skip a line or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I care about freedom and the future of this country mm-hmm. and my own guiding I principles. I think you should relinquish your TSA pre. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, stand with everybody else. <laughs> I mean, you want to be a man of the people. Look, stand with them. Just because you have a clear background, not everybody has a clear background check. You know, some people have made mistakes in their lives. Yeah, I was surprised you could even get it. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-check's different because it's benefiting me, but it does not take away from the general boarding at all. I'm not disrupting them at all. I'm not... I'm, look, I'm not trying to stand in the way of these plebes out here. <laughs> they can, they can have fun over this there is, on that side, right? But what really, I would never do is walk over and 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 walk right in front of them. The main benefit yeah. of the pre-check is that you don't have to take shoes off and you don't have to stand in the X-ray machine. You don't have to take electronics out right. of your backpack. I don't like standing in the X-ray machine. Yeah, and it's also the speed, right? Yeah, the speed. Yeah, yeah that's a big part of it too. Exactly. And I'm not doing, I'm not achieving any of those things at the expense of someone else. Well, I'm not. Maybe the airport employee checking you in TSA Pre would be available to help with general boarding if TSA Pre didn't exist. It's not my responsibility to 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 schedule the employees at the restaurant at the at the airport. 
You know what I mean? But I don't feel like it's not, it's not on me really if hurting anyone, though. We're just moving right past you guys. What? We're just moving right past you. How we, is that not hurting me if you're literally cutting me in line? Well, you guys are, you know, I don't want to just stand around with people that can't get the latest technology. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're a, you're using a typewriter and I got a, I got a, <laughs> okay. I got a laptop out here and it's not my fault. <laughs> that's fair look i get it if i had clear if i had if i had sold my soul you know in a moment of desperation i'd be up here defending clear too but thank god i stood my ground you know put my foot down you did, know what I mean? yeah but did you yeah. guys know that even <laughs> if you have a 401k for retirement you can still have an ira did you guys know that i didn't know that i did <laughs> okay 50 50 uh robin hood has the only ira Hold on. okay okay Sorry. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but I would love to hear about Robin Hood. Robin Hood is the only IRA that gives you... A, that was so good, you didn't know what was going on, right? Yeah, yeah, that was seamless. Yeah. It has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar <laughs> you contribute when you subscribe to Robin Hood Gold. But get this. Oh. Now, through April 30th, Robin Hood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. <laughs> Should have read this ahead of time. Sorry. <laughs> Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to, your, to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. There will be a solar eclipse, and this will still be going on. Whoa. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. <laughs> Claim as of quarter one. 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. Mm. 3% match required requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the data, a first 3% match. I got hot chicken in my eyes, so it's hard for me to read this. Must keep Robinhood, it's all blurry. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to... Robinhood IRA available... To U.S. customers in good standing. So this doesn't even apply to you guys. <laughs> I read all that, and I'm the only one in the room that could even use it. That was a great ad read. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It was kind of hard because I can't see. They put that's right in there as if we were all supposed to gasp before that. That's right. <laughs> that's right. No cap on the 3%. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, Cows in Florida? Oh, I know we joke around a lot, but what did you just say, dude? <laughs> Some people think there's going to be a lot of earthquakes after the eclipse. Who are these people that think that? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. saying, keep your eyes peeled. Can you explain the relationship between an eclipse and an earthquake? I think what they say is the last time this eclipse passed through on the, this similar path. Okay. Was the like, one we remember from a few years like ago? A hundred years ago. The one that we remember for a few years ago came from the northwest <clears throat> down through the south. Oh, it did. Mm -hmm. it did. So yeah, this yeah. is making an X. Oh, going the other direction. Yeah. Marks the spot. So the, and then there was a lot of, they say it was, this is just some people right. say that right. a mm -hmm. lot of earthquakes mm -hmm. followed some of the biggest earthquakes our country has ever seen. The eclipses that the country it just, yeah, it just, okay. just happened. 
so like that means Nashville should have gotten an earthquake a few years no, ago. No, no, this particular one. Oh, the one from 100 years one. ago. Yeah, that came the, on the path that this next one is about to come on. Gotcha. Okay. So like Cape Girardeau should watch out. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they should. Maybe the whole country, though. I don't think it's saying just where the X comes. Oh. But there's some kind of fault line around uh, around like the Mississippi River. Well, yeah, that's true. So the New Madrid Fault. Yeah. But that's, I mean, they've been warning about that for, you know, a long time. That's where, how Real Foot Lake was formed. Earthquakes. The New Madrid Fault? Madrid. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, we're in the path of that. Mm-hmm. So, get ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll keep an eye out for that. <laughs> we'll I wonder who these people are. Might want to get your IRAs in check. <laughs> <laughs> what you drawing over there, Dusty? Uh, I don't know. Just some guy. This <laughs> guy. My daughter's been really drawing. dialed in. My daughter's been drawing a lot, and so I've been getting into it. Are you getting better? Uh, she's getting better. Okay, you're regressing. <laughs> I grow, draw about the same I've always drawn. Is this a particular person, or is this just? That's my. <laughs> that's uh, that's Chad, my AI. AI. <laughs> That person doesn't exist. I just come up with that person. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this is a terrifying image to have in your head. <laughs> he's angry. He's got a long beard. <laughs> Maybe this guy's coming after the earthquakes. Maybe. Let's say palm trees will be floating in the air. Oh, yeah. Did you see this video? Let's I saw this on it. TikTok. This, is what, I, this is what it. I did this weekend. Okay. Look at this. If you're listening, there's a... Palm tree floating in the air. Look at this. It's just a palm tree branch. Yeah, just a branch. No, I'm sorry, not a tree. It's just floating. It's not attached to wires or anything like that. Now, what do we know about this video? Wow. You know, I read online like what people were saying. Yeah, what what's the go-to explanation of this what what are the mainstream i'll be honest with you i read a lot of comments okay but for some reason i didn't read any comments on this i just thought that'll be good for the podcast (laughs) (laughs) well it is yeah well we'll see well what did people say about it i mean the the couple people said you can hear the drone going in the video and then people and then people replied i think including the guy who shot it said dude it's no drone there's no drone i don't think there's a drone i didn't hear a drone i can hear the wind blowing right. but what would they what would that a drone's like holding that yeah up i think they something? implied it was a drone was holding it up yeah, somehow drones aren't that strong dude yeah and i don't think this guy's faking it because he's not even saying anything he's just saying this is weird looking I mean, if he were like, this means the end of the world is coming. I think you'd be more on board. Well, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know. Is there, what's the I implication mean, of this? I don't know. It was just a weird looking thing that happened. Like the wind is blowing in such a way okay. that this tree has flowed. The wind's holding it up, but yet it's not blowing it in any direction. But, uh, but are there any claims of, of a supernatural occurrence or is this just like wow look how it caught the wind in a weird way i think it's just like wow look how the wind caught this in a weird way and it must just be the currents that somehow keep it still the four great winds come together all at once is that from the bible i think that's i think there is a whole thing about the four great winds from the quiz show (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a lie for that i mean that is bizarre that would freak me out if i saw this if i was walking down a residential street 
and I just saw a palm tree floating in the sky. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd film it. I was thinking about ideas for the podcast, but everything that I was thinking of, I was like, ah, I don't know. This would be too weird for, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Too conspiratorial, you mean? Like? Yeah, or whatever. And people in the comments and get mad and go hashtag dump dusty. And uh, <laughs> they'd be like, remember when the podcast used to be normal before he came on? Now everything's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they may be onto something there <laughs> based on some of your comments. <laughs> Well, I hate to even bring up this one then, but um, uh, I want to hear it. NASA is looking for volunteers oh. for this Mars simulation. Sign me up. Dude. And um, whether you believe going to Mars is real, Dusty, this is real as far as them looking for volunteers. And NASA is seeking applicants to persist participate in its next simulated one-year Mars surface mission to help inform the agency's plans for human exploration of the red planet. It's scheduled to kick off in spring of 2025. They're looking for a four-person volunteer crew to live and work inside a 1,700-square-foot 3D-printed habitat on NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston. So you got to just hang out with three other people. And I mean... And then they'll go, oh... (laughs) <laughs> they died. <laughs> uh, they're heroes. Well, how big? I'm not good at square footage, dude. Can well, you I, clock square foot? How big is 1,700 feet? I can just based on the homes I've lived in. Okay, 1,700. I mean, big. that would be great for me. My first two places I lived that I owned yeah. were apartments or houses. Well, uh, one was a house and one was a condo. Okay. And they were both about 750 square feet. Okay. Wow. So that sounds great to me. Now, our current house that my wife owned when we got married yeah. is bigger than that, but 1,700 square feet would seem like a mansion to me. I'd sign up just to get some space. Is that like... Literally. But not with four people, though. Well, you're right. Three people. And depending on who you got, and it's 3D printed, it's like we can't just build it. I don't know. NASA is looking for healthy, I'm out, <laughs> motivated, Dusty's out, U.S. citizens or permanent residents who are non-smokers, 30 to 55 years old. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Proficient wow. in English, we're all done. For effective communication between crewmates and mission control. This is interesting. I'd like to, I'd like to uh, help, I'll only help go them if, find the appli- applicants. I'll only go if they let me smoke. <laughs> you go look i'll do the experiments but i'm trying to live a life up here. Yeah, if yeah. i go to mars i want to have a good time yeah i mean if we make it to mars i'm having a cigar you know what i mean <laughs> that's like i watched in my hotel room this week in the movie armageddon mm-hmm. that's the one with bruce willis right yeah yeah and uh that's a fun movie just yeah it is fun you sure. know steve buscemi Liv tyler there's a lot of big ben actors in, yeah billy bob thornton yeah it's a good one uh, they're also looking for a master's degree in a STEM field, such as engineering, mathematics, or biological, physical, or computer science from an accredited institution. Oh, they should have led with that. I one. know. Yeah, they sneaked that in. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. By the way, we want you to be a genius. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm, yeah. I'm healthy and motivated. <laughs> I know how to be, use Microsoft Word. Yeah, we're looking for some volunteers. We're not going to pay very much, and we hope you're in a lot of debt. Maybe that's true. I don't know. It seems like that if you got that good education, you're not going to want to be hanging out for a year right. doing volunteer work. And I'm curious 
I was curious what it was going to pay, but look at this line here. Compensation for participating in the mission is available. <laughs> it's like wow. a lot of gigs. Isn't that nice of them? <laughs> <laughs> they pass a hat around. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to take up a love offering when it's done. Do a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> More information will be provided during the candidate screening process. So they're not letting you know. I feel like if it were a big money figure, that would be part of this article. Yeah. Right, you get five hundred grand to live in a Martian bubble for yeah, a year. Listen, yeah. it's about the science and not the money. Mm -hmm. We're doing this for exposure. Do you remember very early on in the podcast we talked about a scientific study where they just wanted a guy to lay down for a year? I don't remember that. They wanted to examine the effects of not being vertical. And this guy did it. They paid him a ton of money and just laid down on his back for like months. Oh, I would do I that think they for paid so little. I'm sure we made that joke then. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was like three months and they paid him 90 grand or something like that. And he just laid on his back. That's crazy. That's the opposite of uh, it's the opposite of this. How is he doing? Though? They go, we're looking for we're looking for unhealthy, unmotivated people yeah. who've never been to college. But yeah, this guy, this guy did it, man. That people off like my 600 pound life, I mean, they're like, they're already doing that. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think they wanted to see what it would do to like a healthy body. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't remember if it was NASA, but it was, it was some, some institution. They wanted to see how it would affect the organs over time to, to, to not be sitting upright. What'd they come up with? They, they haven't talked about the results yet. Mm. This was just about the guy doing it i don't remember that that's mm -hmm. interesting did you see the base you follow major league baseball the guy mm -hmm. whose regiment was to stand all day yeah yeah let's talk about that this is the no sit nolan the painful stand all day routine that uh this player endured how do you say that word his last name no endured 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 i don't know endured went endured. through i this, look this would be endured. torture this would be torture for me I have to sit down. I could go maybe an hour and I'll be like, I'm out. Let's try this as an experiment between us to see how long we can stand. I mean, you stand for an hour when you're doing comedy. Well, 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to get off. Um, that's true. And I could walk, um, which I guess he could do that too. If I'm moving, I could stand longer, but just standing in place. Yeah. I get so. He would say by one o'clock, and I don't know what time he got up, but one o'clock in the afternoon, he was in agony, just standing. He got to sit down to eat. It says here, he says only reprieve was for meals. So this is, I'd be curious to hear how the, the science, what the science of this is, but there's, there's gotta be some kind of health benefit to just standing, well, standing just straight up all day. in general is really bad for it's us. It's the new smoking, but also maybe standing up all day is bad for you too. Yeah. Yeah. No one told him to do this. He did this on his own. The knees bend for a reason, you know? I mean, I can think of one more reason he'd have, probably have to sit. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think you could do that standing up. Oh gosh. Well, you're talking about prey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about after the meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you have a standing desk where I do have a standing desk and I've been, dude, where I, I recommend this to anybody, dude, anybody that has a desk job where they have to do stuff at a computer. Now I don't have a desk job, but I like to do stuff on the computer and I get a standing desk. Get a treadmill, dude. I walked. I walked eighteen miles the other day. In one I day, in one day, you walked eighteen miles. Eighteen miles just while editing the clips for the podcast well, or sending emails. I got the treadmill at my desk, and I put the Apple Watch on my ankle, and I just go. Dude. You walked 
18 miles. 18 miles. I have a treadmill, and sometimes I'll do two miles. Yeah. And know. that feels pretty good. That's 40 yeah. minutes. Right. Well, right. that's being honest, and that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference. I have the data to prove this, Yeah, dude. total, since you got the treadmill. No, 18 in a day. Wow. And then I did 10 the next day. So you do 2.6, I think you said? 2.6. It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm just watching TV or something, I'll put it on 3, 3.2 and really get really get going. So that's what, about eight hours that it would take you to? It was, it was six or seven hours, I think, that I... Could you travel with this treadmill? No, no. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. It'd be sweet, though. I wish I had some. I wish. I wa- that's what I it want. It should come in hotel I want to take more stuff with me yeah, to the should, hotel. dude. You used to take a full computer. Yeah. You used to take a hot pot, too. Yeah, that was when I was driving, pot. though. Yeah, yeah, you can't now take I'm that. Flying. I'd take a few things. I'd take but a- I'm, I used to take a desktop, right? Yeah. Like a that's, whole desktop. That's, that's but like a, like a Mac desktop. All so in all in one it didn't thing. Have the, yeah, it was just the monitor. Right. But it was still, you know, still a lot. Yeah, it's bulky. It's yeah. not a laptop. Mm-hmm. You can't email that. But at the time, yes. <laughs> at the time, I didn't have a laptop and couldn't afford a laptop. Uh-huh. So it was like I had this great desktop and I'd be in a town for, you know, I'd be there four nights. Right. So now I could watch YouTube. I could send emails. I could do, th- I could edit videos. I could do stuff on the road. Yeah. Whereas if I didn't take it, I couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun, dude. But get that. It, dude, if you're finding like, man, I'm sitting down all day. Try it out, dude. I had a, a comedian friend of mine, a buddy who I just worked with in Montana. He sent me a message. He's like, I was listening. I just bought one. Walked five miles today that I wouldn't have walked otherwise. Like, dude, it's, hopefully it's going to, you know. Change a lot of lives, dude. I would spend five hours on one email because I'd be making so many mistakes. I'd just be redoing it. I do want to get a standing desk, though. Get a standing desk, dude. I have a fully Jarvis loaded standing desk. Jarvis? Jarvis is the name, is the brand name. Or fully, I think, bought Jarvis, but that's the standing desk. Fully loaded? It has, yeah, fully loaded. Burt Kreischer standing desk, <laughs> but it's got a. It's not. It's not fully loaded. It is fully loaded. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess. I guess I haven't said it out loud before, but uh, they got programmable heights, so I just press a button and raises oh, up, yeah. and then you're good to go. And if you want to sit down, if you want to dial in, you know, you hit another button, and it. Is there any drawers with it? Nah. No. 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 I don't roll like that. But can you get that? <laughs> yeah, Seems might, like it's not really fully loaded. It's if it doesn't have any drawers. Does <laughs> he got to put his pill somewhere? <laughs> yeah, it's customizable in a few ways. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't get everything on okay. there, but I, you know. Anyway, just rec- I just want to recommend that you dude. didn't go to an office. Ordered it online. No, yeah. well, I found on Amazon. I had to find a treadmill that had the uh, the weight capacity. A lot of these, a <laughs> lot of these go. Hey, this would be a great way to lose weight. Maximum weight. 220 and um, you're like well those people don't need to lose weight yeah lose some weight to lose more weight <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> i haven't lost enough weight to lose weight yet that's crazy but the one i got is like hey dude we'll take anybody and i dude I'm, i get rolling on that thing anyway just an idea i'm gonna throw that out there to the, yeah, the listeners all right all right <laughs> let's wrap it up well huh? i'm sure this has been a hot podcast i feel like we did cook for a while yeah, when did, I mean. when did we hot. stop cooking? We stopped cooking when I went off about clear. That was a no. that was a misstep, and I'm sorry about that. No, 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 that was good. Okay, you need I, to get that like I guess we can do the post game analysis after the camera stop. But I <laughs> <laughs> just a little peek behind the curtain. That's where I think it went off the rails, and I think we brought it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, thanks, man. 
Yeah. All right. Dusty, you want to, I feel like we just have to go this order. As yeah. Far as oh, yeah. We should. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be in Indianapolis at Helium. I think all my shows are close to selling out. Yeah. So we've added a show. We've added an early show on Saturday. So I'm doing three shows on Saturday. So if you uh, look at that, dude, yeah. sold out, sold out, yeah, sold out. They're all close to selling out, I think, because I was like, they wanted to add the show. And I was like, well, are all the other shows sold out? And they mm -hmm. were like, well, they're very close. And I'm like, I don't know that we should be adding a show if they're not sold out, but they feel pretty confident in it. Okay. So we went ahead and added those. And uh, Indianapolis has always been a hot city for me. I've been going there for years and years and years. And I like Indianapolis, so and my show's hot. I got a new hour, and it's—I think it's better than my special. It's a awesome. hot hour, awesome, and I feel good about it. You got so. a new, your new bio too, I believe. Well, uh, like, what this, is this is the bio I hate. Matter oh. of fact, uh, I do have a new one now, but this one was written for me. This is tough, dude. and I hate it, <laughs> and I tough, want man. it to disappear, but they never will. Uh -huh. Man. Once a bio has, it's like out of date. I don't even know if it has anything about Netflix in there, but like, uh, you, you have some stuff you need to take out of this too. Yeah, I know. Youngest comedian to ever mm. perform at the Opry. Yeah. You might have to take that out of your bio. And I did that in 2019 also. <laughs> so there's just a lot wrong with the bio. I don't think it mentions Netflix at all. Not the half hour or the full hour that I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, it has, uh, it lists, uh, uh, Comedy Central's Clusterfest, um, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Comic Standing. Nothing about doing the Tonight Show, which I've done four times. Yeah, um, I think and, it's three. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, and no Netflix hour. I don't even know that uh, he Helium here is. You can prim take the boy out of the trailer park, <laughs> but you can't take the yeah. trailer park. I'm out not of even the really doing trailer park <laughs> jokes anymore. Mm. I don't even really have trailer park jokes on my Netflix hour. No, you didn't. Or in my new hour. Right. Uh, and uh, I don't even know that Helium has put anywhere that I have a Netflix hour out here. So, mm. but it's not hurting ticket sales. It's not dude. hurting You're selling sales. out these shows. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I wish that that bio would go away. Mm -hmm. People will read it sometimes. Yeah. Like if I'm doing a corporate gig, yeah. they'll begin to read that. As your intro. Yeah, and I'll go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so. There you go. Uh, I'm going to be at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga. All right. February 29th, Leap Day. Great uh, green room. Yeah, yeah, we keep talking about that. Best green room. Shout um, out Danielle. Yeah. Um, my green room is pretty much anywhere past the three rows in the front because <laughs> I, I got some space there. Uh, it is a great club though. That's so fun. Yeah. I awesome. love the club. Yeah. Um, All weekend? Uh, no, just February 29th, leap day. It's so funny. Wheelchair accessible. Oh, I guess that just means, say, why are the ticket prices the same? But What day of, is the 29th? That is Thursday, leap day. My joke is they let me come once every four years. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I like that. Uh, then the next day, I'm in Hudsonville, Michigan at Fellowship Church. That's right outside Grand Rapids. And then the nice. uh, following weekend, I'm in another town I can't say. Vincennes, Indiana, I believe. Oh, Vincennes. Vincennes? I think so. Okay. I think so. I ain't Vincennes. <laughs> I was there last year, but I ain't Vincennes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a great joke. Brian's going to open with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, March 16th, I'm at the uh, Mule House in Columbia, Tennessee. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's just south of Nashville. This weekend, I'm uh, touring the Dakotas. I'm going to be in Sioux Falls mm. Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday in Fargo, North Dakota. And then one other show I want to plug because it's look because I haven't sold any tickets. Las Vegas at the end of March. I'm at Wise Guys in Las Vegas. All so right. You're in the Vegas area. Come on out to Wise Guys. All my dates, AaronWeberComedy.com. I'm going to send my friend out. Coast out there to see you. He lives in Las Vegas. Please don't. But uh, we'll... I'm, I'm sorry. Dude, sorry. that's why you're not selling any tickets. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Got a problem with Coast? Yeah. I mean, this dude's been my best friend since I was a small child. I'm sorry. He's from Alabama, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry about that. All right. Oh, we, I'm supposed to wrap it up? We love all of you. You know, you go ahead. You've been doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we're supposed to, Nate's supposed to be saying this every time. He never has. Thank you to our sponsors, Magic Spoon, Rocket Money, yeah. Delete Me, and Robin Hood. Right. Uh, as always, none of this is lost on us. We love you. And I we guess, do, though. We do, though. Uh, yes. We joke around a lot. But Listen, yeah. I appreciate all the people that people that come out to my shows are so nice. Yeah. The Neatland people are so great when They're they the come best. to my show. They're the best. They're not always the nicest to me in comment threads and stuff like that, but when they come to the shows, they are the uh-huh. nicest people in the world. Big time. I don't even love them, to be honest. If we're just going to embarrass so I'll just do it for the Benjamins. <laughs> <laughs> so they love you. I like you. I think we're all here next week, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High T Bates is going <laughs> yeah, yeah. wild, dude. A lot of hot chicken in the body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hurting. I can't see. Yeah. Uh, so. Blue light. Yeah. Till next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. <laughs>